Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death, the return of the Goblin King. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Fantastic, doing well. yeah. yeah doing are, you are you guys excited to do some pirating? Are you excited to raid the shores, sink the ships, steal the gold, and run away with the women? Always, yeah. And the men. And the men. Yeah. Uh, so far, you've only run away with men. That's why I'm trying to, you know, be a little That's inclusive true, yeah. here. No, you we just have one woman no in our base. Well, yeah, I forgot about her. All right, you've stolen <laughs> one woman and three men thus far. Yes. Well, one came voluntarily. You're doing great. Um, does anyone have a pirate fact, a seafaring fact, something nautical related? I do. I do. I do. <gasps> and not only right is it nautical related, it's also very relevant to things going on in the modern day. All right. So in our current, you know, predicament that the world is facing right now with, uh, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic and the uh, anti-vax nonsense that's going on, what's one thing that we can all look to and say, that's good, that's a good job, that's here? Yeah, you're not sure? Well, the answer is clinical trials, Neil. Where would we be without a clinical trial? We'd be nowhere. We wouldn't know, wouldn't be able to make the vaccine, wouldn't know if it worked. We wouldn't know if it was turning people into dwarves or whatever else is the other side of the narrative. But you might say to yourself, you know, when was the first clinical trial? When did that happen? Tell me. Well, there was a man named James Lind, who, after studying in Edinburgh for a while, became a uh, medical officer in the Royal Navy. And uh, he was stationed out in... God, where was it now? Um, you know, all over the place, really. He was stationed in yeah all of the places basically but one time while he was out on his uh his station on this large ship lots of men were dying with scurvy at the, t at the time and uh he ran basically the world's first recorded and properly executed clinical trial on the cure and prevention of scurvy and formed the basis for all future clinical trials in the future and realized why scurvy happens and how to stop it wow that's his pretty name good. was james lind yeah that is nautical adjacent. So I will give you partial Whoa. credit on your homework. Go ahead and take two and a half percent. Okay. Unlucky. I, how is it nautical adjacent? He's because on a ship. It barely has to do with the Navy. He just happened to be scurvy. on a boat when he did this yeah. shit. You know, no, like. No, it's to do with scurvy. You know, it was a common thing to say at the time that scurvy had, your killed more, scurvy had killed more British sailors than French and Spanish arms combined. Well, it's only because the British Navy was so powerful that the French and Spanish couldn't touch you. It's not because Scavi like killed everyone. But fine, I'll take two and a half percent. Fine. Yeah, it's just. I, can't, I mean, I can't remember he what didn't, somebody he got didn't 10 like that for. One. Somebody got ten percent the other day. I'm just sorry. Yeah. And I'll keep getting ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Great. So, what happened last session? There was a jungle. There was an old dying woman. A magic book? Poisons? Uh, All of these things. I'm just <laughs> calculating my experience. I don't remember. We were oh, on... I remember now, yeah. You can go. Yes. I yeah. We I returned. Can Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I like I'm just finished. With you. I was so tired during the last session. I think the last two hours I barely was able. <laughs> so... Horror experience. As new to me as it is to you. It's two and a half percent of eight thousand. One percent would be eighty. I'll do it. Two hundred. Two hundred. Last week, okay. we went to Sulphur Island again because there was a glinting at the top of the mountain. Uh, we drove through uh, the river 
and we found a bunch of uh, small towns, deserted, bunch of dead bodies, um, nothing came out and attacked us. However, we did find um, a town near a waterfall, and in that town, Potato McWhiskey, his character Sale, casted Detect Spirits, and he was able to talk with um, the deceased cleric of The Hunt, which was... Agvia? Agatha. Agatha. Um, she was a little scared because he was a cleric of Rohi. We don't really know why yet, though. <clears throat> we went to the top of the mountain. We met some of the old people who used to live here on this island. Um, they still live here, I guess. And they're just in hiding from the White Prince. Uh, we met the old lady who was the daughter of the owner of the island. And um, they've been in hiding this whole time since. And they gave us a gold ring, a spell book, and a little bit of money and a monkey to for us to go on our quest and defeat the white prince. A one-eyed um, monkey. The one-eyed monkey, yeah. Who was named Seymour. Um, first order of business is going to be to get an eye patch for Seymour. I feel like this is of an integral Absolutely. importance. Yeah. So he can see in the dark, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, how's he going to be able to get anything out of the stores? <laughs> we already did our checks to get back, right? Um, I yeah. believe... Uh, yeah, I don't think we did, actually. No, I think I don't we remember. just got back to the lake and we're about to take off. Wait, didn't you level up at the end? Yeah, I leveled up. I think we were home. Oh, yeah, we were happy. Yeah, we were probably yeah, home we just... because I leveled up, yeah. Okay. Or did you get a spell book? I know that I leveled up because I got the spell book and I have it on my character sheet. Uh, we leveled you up because I think we knew you were going to head home and rest, but we didn't actually get yep. you home. That's gotcha. Fun. Cool. Yeah. So the party can return home. Um, it is just a few short island jumps away. And since you're going with the current, it takes you no time at all to return back home to the main base. So, a couple days later, you find yourself back near Port Ferris, plowing into your secret island lair. It is... Sulphur Island, Sulphur Island. It is Tuesday the 24th by the time you arrive. No. Of what month? You spent three days on the islands. So one, two, three. Yeah, what year? What month? It is, Tuesday, it is Thursday, the 26th of September, 1513. I think I said 1512 last session. That was a mistake. 1513. What arrive. date are we in in all the campaigns? What does that not? Um, I don't know. Does not matter? Okay. It doesn't matter. There shouldn't be any overlap between them for the time being. Mm -hmm. We'll see if it happens. I doubt it. No room with his new spell book. As soon as we arrive, he casts Reveal. Um, we get in. He jumps off the ship and he runs to his room and he's going to lock himself away in there for about a week. Ah, he's uh, keen. To learn spells and whatnot. Excellent. He must have needed the privy. I say it's after he's run out of the room. <laughs> he does have Either his own that private or he's one. A cockroach. <laughs> Could be both. Right. Back well, in... come on then, Seymour. Let's get you in here. Woo, woo, and I'll... Woo, woo. I make an effort to be nice to Seymour, you know. Yeah, he grabs your hand and walks beside you at your feet. Um, oh my you know, god! His long, amazing. lanky legs, making big strides to keep up with you. One hand grabbing <laughs> around at other things nearby, while the other holds you gingerly. 
that what kind of monkey are we talking about here yeah true um it's a great question small monkey yeah let's be honest it's the it's the one from pirates of the caribbean right it's gotta be uh we are going with a panamanian white-faced capuchin oh panamanian yeah we're just gonna steal a regular monkey from the real world oh it's the one from the hunter one from outbreak ventura too this is a good Uh, good monkey that's a good yeah that's a good monkey i've seen it's a good get i've seen it do its work before Mm -hmm. good fantastic so he's small enough to sell my shoulder right totally yeah you can run up your arms sit on your shoulder all sorts of stuff i covet the monkey jealously Okay, I don't want to make him friends with anyone you. else. Yeah, I was about holding, to say. It's holding my hand. It was given to me. It's my we, monkey. We should, all, we should all... Animal handling. Him, we should check. all yeah. surround him in a circle, and then we roll for who he walks towards. Oh, Listen, buddy. I will spend my proficiency slot on animal handling just to have the monkey. I want it. Uh, no do room it. doesn't care about the monkey, so... I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm adding... I'm on. It's being added. Animal... I'm Did you level up and get thing. a non-weapon proficiency slot? I have a I one, have yeah. a spare slot. Oh, buddy. Okay. okay. Is it a two? Is it a two slotter, Neil? No, no, no. Animal handling is a one slotter. It's just a one slotter. Is it wisdom flat? Uh, I'm gonna double check for you here. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. You know? Wisdom minus one. Okay. Them animals are a little hard to deal with sometimes. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. I. Befriend the monkey. I'm gonna get it an eye patch. I'm gonna get it a little dagger. It's gonna be great. Can a monkey wield a dagger? I mean, that this one will be able to. Okay. <laughs> have you ever um, seen the monkey knife fights they have on ships? Oh man, those no. are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> right. So our party. Wait, we're, in home, we're in home base right now, right? Yes. Yeah. I want to spend some time teaching a little Bobby uh, my punching technique. Oh, man, is little Bobby interested in this? Little Bobby's always getting treated like shit. So someone, mm. one of these, like, higher-ups, Archie, the, the bloody fists himself, showing up and being like, I want to teach you something. I want to treat you as, like, an apprentice or an equal or someone, you know, worthy of time. Little Bobby is all yours. He is We've been so treating Bobby it. pretty well, though. All he wanted was a, a, a whapping stick, and you told him no. That's right. <laughs> all he wants is... He needs to earn it. It's very cruel. Um, yeah, so Bobby's down. Um, he wants to learn to fight. He wants to learn to be more useful. He also wants to stop getting his ass kicked by the old man with the knife hand. So fighting with you, great opportunity for him. What do you do, um, Sale? What are you spending your downtime with? Well, last time I was here, I spent a lot of time with the people who live here. I'm kind of curious about the the little monkey, um, but it's very clear that he is he is. You can he, you can pet the monkey. That's fine. You know, in my presence. You know what? I, I wanted to teach the monkey sign language. All right, but you stole that from me. He can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm gonna spend the week reading. <laughs> uh, wait, I. Uh... Need to know what his HP and AC is, Neil, to fill in the the character sheet. Correct. He's got. And what level is he? And what class is he? D three HP, because he's just a no, tiny monkey. Come on. He's got like D3. less HP. He's got less HP than a kobold. He's so much smaller than a kobold. 
How much does a dog have? Can we level him up? Like 2D? I give him more health. Like a big muscly dog? Could you level up Seymour the monkey? <laughs> I will trade level for Seymour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I he can trade your right. levels to give them to Seymour, I will do it. I will, I will take that trade. I'll split this my XP. the worst okay. trade in the world. <laughs> um, if you can find a way to level up the monkey, I'm down to roll with it. Okay, all right. Well, so you're saying D3 hit die? Yeah. That's that's rough. Is he getting maxed on his first roll? No. Is he level monkey. one? He's, can someone uh, roll his HP fast? Because I'm going to roll a one, so can someone else do it, please? Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, that, that's a good way Incoming to Incoming two. Oh. Hold on. He's going to get shot use... once and die. This is so fucking sad. Wait, you know, just... could I... Could I give the monkey chaos ward and then we send him to like go harass archers and they try to shoot him and all the arrows like start coming that's back what's, at him? That's what's gonna happen, yeah. That's, that's amazing! <laughs> I love it! I mean, alright, a cat has d4 now. I'll just say. Alright, he can have the same HP as a cat, d4. Okay, d4, nice. d4 plus one. No, I'm just sure sure roll, baby. Keyboard. I can't find the fucking slash, hold on. <laughs> I got a new table. <laughs> Wait, is this a slash? I think so. Oh my right. god. It's a D4? Yep. Yeah. Don't roll one. I'll never forgive you. Yeah. It's a tiny little monkey. Not a lot of What's hit points it? here. AC? Um, same AC as a cat. 16. And your armor, right? Get the fuck out. No, 14, 14. Elven cat. You meant elven cat, right? No, I meant regular cat. House Did cat. Did you mean wild or domestic cat? Um, let me just look at the cat table myself here. I don't like these questions. Wait, I should be able to give him armor, right? Two? Oh my if god, If you yes. can find someone to make little monkey armor, then you can no, armor the spell. him. Absolutely. No, it's just a spell. Yes, you can give him the monkey <laughs> armor And it'll be spell. permanent, because he'll be dead if he ever loses the <laughs> HP. True. Good, I like this. He's got okay. so much AC. All right, I this give the is armor. a domesticated monkey, so we will use the domesticated cat stack. Okay, block. fair enough. So his AC is 18 with armor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this cat is harder to hit than me or uh, monkeys. You'll never kill him, Neil. If yeah, I get the chaos board, that's plus one, and on misses, the arrows get deflected back at the. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could also enlarge him. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> 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 These things are amazing. Uh, I will. If he dies, I'm learning Ray's dead. I swear to God. It won't work. Sad go. Yeah. You'll risk being cast out, but Rohi might let you cast it, actually. Right? Because he's not one of the original I don't know gods that disallowed it. Mm. Neil's thinking, better remove it from the table. I mean, if it's on the. <laughs> it's a custom spell list. If he's got access to him, he can cast him. I don't, I don't think I have a... I, I have that. access on my spell list to it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you come back to base. One of you is training with the others. One of you is studying spells. Someone is learning how to read. Uh, we've been learning how to read for a little while, actually. How long have we... How many months yes. have passed in game time here? Seymour and myself help Sale learn to read. Oh, I teach them both at the same time, actually. Amazing. Uh, we've been playing since April, and it is now 
end of September, near to end of September, so April, May, June, July, August, September. It's been about five months. Um, but so why don't check. You, yeah. Why don't you give me an intelligence check here, Sale? Let's see how sure. your reading has come along. Oh, oh my oh, god. God damn. I was going to give you like a halfway proficiency to this, but you can just take the whole thing. You, you've learned to read. It's a little bit awesome. slow. It's a little bit stumbling. But by the end of this, like you'll be able to get through pretty much any book taking some time. In like another two or three months, we'll just call you completely fluent. But you can read. It's yours. Do well I feel done. like I learned on my own or was I perhaps helped along with my friend? I mean, sure, someone helped you a little bit here and there, but you did like 80, 85, 90% of the work. You know, you put in the time, you put in the effort, and you would ask awesome. someone for questions, but like, this is you. You did this. Awesome. Is there anywhere in my character sheet I input reading, or is it just. Yes, under your skills tab, it is a non weapon proficiency. Where's your character? You can't write though, right? You can just read. Um, I'm assuming it's both, right? it's both. Yeah. Okay. It's both. I think part of Sweet. practicing reading is practicing writing and back uh, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably be like throwing words in the sand. Mm -hmm. We steal Excellent. pages from Nelrum's spellbook when he's asleep. <laughs> it's a that doodle. Does not happen. <laughs> <laughs> just so get to like ah, that pet spell's finished. Turn the page. There's just like a bunch of like torn out pages and no spellbook left. You're so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave an, a, a poorly scribbled IOU. Yeah. Did I did I ever cast No Age on the books in that library? I don't I think, think so. so. In the base? Yeah, I'd like to do that at some point this week, too. The old rotting books that have, like, fallen apart and are just left in a corner waiting for someone to decide what to do with? Yeah, the ones that were in base, I think. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that we would have made them no like don't fucking throw those books away hmm okay in fact I think you like sealed that you like sealed the room essentially and told no one to go into it don't fuck with those books let me just look up thing I gotta get my notes too yes I need to look at the Oh, created the oh fuck. Uh, I think that makes it. I just need to figure out how long the last age was because these books are old. Yeah, I believe these books are um, like 2,000 years old Holy in that shit. ballpark. Maybe maybe like 1750 or something. Jesus. I'll tell the room about it because that would have been something we would have talked about. Like, Yeah. Nilrum will scratch his head and I don't know if we can restore those to their youth, but maybe... <laughs> We'll see. And uh, if we have nothing else, I'm going to be trying to learn three spells, actually. Two level ones, 
one level three. Um, I think alarm is also worth taking an extra two days to learn. You just hit fifth level, right? And so you picked a spell to learn. That's right. So this is going to be researching through like the book. Okay. And which remind yeah. me which spell you picked to learn. Uh, I picked to learn Nilrum's Ship in a Bottle. Oh, right. Of the course. custom spell. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And now you're going to attempt to learn which spell first. Uh, this one will be Alarm. I have a 70% chance to learn it. Great. So I'm low. lower on a D100. Okay. Fantastic. Alarm is learned. Uh, 1D2. Mm-hmm. Okay. One day. Uh, this is going to be for Knock. Mm-hmm. I'm going low. Okay. Excellent. 2d2. Uh, 2d2. The second level spell. Oh my god. Three days. I'm going high here. This is for nice lightning work. bolt. Lightning bolt. Going high. Going high. Ah, <sighs> fuck. Okay. No, it didn't passes, get right? Bolt. Wait, if I'm going high, I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. You have a 75% chance? 70. 70, so just don't load lower than a 30%. Yeah. Oh, yes, cool. I got them all. Good. Oh, baby. The old room just powers by tired, dude. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, lightning bolt fuck them three, shit up. Three days. Oh my god. Now I'm just going to lightning bolt so many boats that we pass oh, out yeah. without three, asking sorry. for permission. 3D2. Three three Do we want to... Oh the opportunity for that salt ship is like way past, right? Yeah, for now. They'd probably be back. They said twice a year, I think, so... Probably still not too much longer. We wait six bit. months in the base. Um, alright, Nilrum is a... He's a big guy now. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck Wait. with him. Is that two, 1d6 per level? Yes. That's disgusting. That's a lot of damage. Spells. That will bring us to Friday the 4th of October. One week and change of downtime. During this downtime, aside from playing with your monkey, what do you do, Captain? Uh, you know, I walk around the base. I make sure it's all clean. I spend a lot of time with the monkey. I sort of chat with uh, Wiley and Bobby and, um, you know, the other two slaves that we've sort of captured. Mm-hmm. They're not I maybe slaves. go. They're crew members. John. No, those two, those two are slaves. Wiley and Bobby are crew members at this point. They're still slaves. I agree with that. Um, they are employees. I paid interns. Guess I'm maybe paid, I'm paid interns. Yes. I might make a trip to the island. At some yeah, point, I have maybe. some shit that I need from you. Yeah, buy some stuff. Maybe check in with Nightingale. Do we want to make a payment? Yeah, we have a fuckload of money, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I say that so, yeah. for all this and the passing of time and the stuff with Nightingale getting kind of normalized. Archie's rage for Nightingale has simmered down quite a bit. Like, it's still there, but that initial burst of, like, I want to crush her face, I think it's it's passing by a little bit. He's feeling a little bit, like, more neutral about it than he was before. He's That's good. Because I think John was thinking that maybe killing is not a good idea, but he'd sort of committed to letting Archie do it. So it's good yeah. to hear. That is good. It's good for everybody. Especially good for Nightingale. Well, you know, over time he'll uh, he'll get over it. All these adventures we've been having, been out on sea a lot. You know, we've been doing all the things that Mm. Archie loves, and he's he feels like he's been kind of more his own, and he's not as held back by it. He's a part of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. 
So are we taking the, the whole crew to go see, well, the four main crew members to go see Lady Nightingale and have a nice big group chat? Or is John going off on his I own? Go, I, I go on my own. I will apply my, uh, I'll like braid my hair and apply some of the makeup and not wear my hat. I'm getting yeah. you a material list. Yeah, go ahead. Do lightning bolt materials get expunged on use? I think the answer is yes. Okay, I'm not promising I'm going to be able to get everything because obviously I can't yes. look around for our components. A uh, quick question for Koibu. Uh, moment reading requires a set of 36 small discs made of polished bone. Um, mm -hmm. Could I make that myself if I knew what I needed? Probably not. You would take you a long, long time. I think you'd, these are the sorts of things that you would need to be finely and well-crafted. So it's better um, buying is this, them. Is this common enough to where it would probably be in like some ramshackle shop somewhere that they'd have this? Mm -mm. This would be the sort of thing you'd have to say, like, I need someone to make me these discs out of polished bone and then come back and pick them up when they were done a little bit later. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll relay that to Captain Winters, that this is an item that I need, so if he could ever find a crafter for it, that would be useful. What is it you need? Uh, a, a set of 36 small discs made of polished bones engraved with runes that represent numbers. Oh, you could have had the savages make it, probably. Probably, yeah. If I had mm. thought of it, yeah. Wait, uh, I mean, no way. Okay, maybe I'll ask the blacksmith since he seems chill, but... He's cool with us, yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to make discs out of bone and engrave them. That might be a little bit too suspicious. Mm. But he might know a person. Maybe. Or maybe I might ask Nightingale about that. Right. Are you able so... to get five tiny bells, five pieces of very fine silver wire? I also need you to get... um. One other thing that I sent to Koibu. I gotta find it. Give me a minute. But yeah, you mm -hmm. can head out. Oh. Wh what if I made them? What if I cast Holy Symbol and made those out of sandstone instead? Uh, no. It would take a little bit. No, okay. No. Deal. Yep. Gotta have them made. Um. All right. So I do a once around the base. That The day that I'm going to go, I make sure I ask everyone for a list of things that they need from town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need those things too. Um, Koibu can give us the specifics, but I need X feet of copper wire wrapped around the longest and widest part of the ship. Uh, I don't you need copper wire. Yeah, copper wire. Just like a ton. Right, so we need the length of your ship, uh, twice the length of your ship, which is about yeah, twice the length of your 95. Ship. 95 feet times times 2 plus width of your ship um, is going to be the width of your main sail. Uh, so that's 33 feet times 2 plus the... We need to go in all three dimensions. So then the other yeah. one would be sort of like around this way against another... I recall you said it was going to be 100 gold for our current ship last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we worked out the price for this ship to be about 100 gold. Yeah. Um, so we, I'll just say 100 gold worth of supplies, but they do include copper wire and what else was it? Was I it just believe copper it was copper wire, a glass bottle. And a glass bottle. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, and then the miniature that I have to make, which takes two weeks or a roll, wisdom roll. Right. Which I have so if we were to melt copper coins into copper wire, how many copper coins would we need? I don't think we can make the wire, but we could probably. Well, we might be able to give technology to like. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But I might be able to give the copper coins to the blacksmith. 
Well, the cop, the blacksmith will have coins or copper on hand, right? Well, it's no, copper. No, we've got two hundred ten thousand copper coins. I left. guess we're worrying. Like, is it mm. is it cheaper to like? Uh, is a copper worth a copper, or is it you know? A like copper a is worth penny? a copper. A copper yeah. is a copper. Okay. Yeah, a copper is worth its weight in copper, and that's why it. we trade it. So, like, you can just take copper and melt it down and turn it into something, and then sell that thing for its weight in copper. Or you could sell it for its weight in copper plus the time you put into it if you would like turn it into yep. something valuable. But at the end of the day, a copper is worth its its weight in metal. No, oh, that's some real theory of labor value right there. Not <sighs> bad, not bad. Let me show you um, my spreadsheets later, baby. Yeah, Nilrum will impress upon you that the ten bits of fur, ten glass rods, or crystal or amber would probably be the most important thing that you could get. Um, we can do lightning bolt then, and that will be incredible. But I understand if you can't. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to struggle to get glass rods. I'm going to try and find somewhere that might sell them or someone that I can get to make them. But It's glass rods or crystal or amber. Oh, yeah, so sure. Yeah. But... yeah. Amber yep. rods? It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a rod. It just says amber, crystal, or glass rods. Oh. Does the amber or crystal need to be rods, Koibu? It says amber, comma, crystal, comma, or glass rods. That needs to be a rod. The lightning bolt yeah. comes from okay. the rod, and it needs to be one of those things so you can rub it with the fur to make the static. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, you head into Port Ferris. Yeah, probably, like, late-ish afternoon. Like, three or four or something like that. Do you that. bring the monkey? No, I don't bring the monkey. I request to be the guardian of the monkey while you're away. Yeah, that's fine. Because he's learning to read. You're, te you're teaching him to read. He might not learn, but you know how sometimes if you're trying to learn something yourself, it's better to like teach someone else. So mm. you're like trying to teach the monkey how to read to like Ooh, cement yeah. it in your own mind. It's the rubber duck theory oh, of engineering. Yeah. It's very true. In this, spider my seven times table. Into Port Ferris, the captain goes rowing his boat across the strait. Um, you will see plenty of ships in the harbor, plenty of activity, and you will well, do the normal the thing, harbor. right? Where you come yeah, yeah, yeah. out to here, leave the boat, walk into town. Uh, let's see how it goes. On. Okay. Yeah. Reiterating, hair and braids, makeup, no heart, different clothes. All right. Make me a charisma check at a disadvantage here, Captain. You've disguised yourself, but you're still the same man underneath. You want to fail this, right? You want to fail, yeah. Hey, I want to fail it. Yeah, you yeah. want to fail these. You've well, always got disadvantage. Them. It's great. Yes. Ooh, all right. You can pick your way through town today. And after a few tense moments of noticing folk and no one seeming to give you the time of day, mm. um, you feel confident enough to stroll through town looking for, for shops, for smiths, for lovely well, I've ladies. Got three, I've got three locations. Yeah, there's the general mm -hmm. store. The blacksmith mm -hmm. and the lady nightingale and lady nightingale yeah so i'll go in that order general store blacksmith lady nightingale yeah in the general store you can get the five tiny bells they there's a little um amazing like, really yeah there's like a they have like strands of bells all together so you could have like one string on which there are a whole bunch of bells that you could put like above a doorway or on something that opens so when it opens it like jingles the bells and he'll mm. sell you just some bells off of a strand for you know, a fraction uh, for whatever the, the price of the bells are on the economics what? table. What What is it, Moon? I, I don't have the economics table, sorry. I'm looking it up. Bell. Yes. Small bell is one silver. 
for Bell. Can you link me that table for the future? All right, they try and sell me them yeah. for one silver Bell, and I say, listen, that's the standard going right for a small Bell. This is quite clearly a tiny Bell. So I'm going <laughs> to need some, I'm gonna need some silver discount here. No, no, I, I'm I, I, this five is silver. The Bell that I've got, you know, making things smaller is sometimes actually more labor-intensive than, than making a medium-sized. All right, all right, you drive a hard bargain, sir. That's fine. Ah. Sell. Um, so I'm not going to ask this guy for everything. I'm going to look around and see. Does this guy look like he has wire, like silver and copper wire? No, you don't see any silver or copper wire laying about in an obvious place, but you okay. will find um, like uh, a fur half cloak that you could put on. Yeah, or what yeah, do you yeah. call those? Like a little mini cape that you could wear. Mm -hmm. So a fur cloak, that's fine. How much does that cost me? Yeah, these are one of these like nice um, raccoon half cloaks. It probably costs you... Uh, ooh, it's been treated, it's sort of nice, maybe like 30 silver for the whole thing, and that will get you more than the 10 bits of fur that you need. That'll get you like, like 100 30 bits or... of fur. Okay. 30, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping sure. that the blacksmith can make the wire. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything that I think would pass as glass crystal or amber rods, do I? No, the closest you get to that is there's, um, there's glass in the windows here, like uh, panes of glass in the window. Yeah. Um, and there is like there are some crystals that are hanging with some wind chimes or like part of wind chimes. Um, and there is a walking stick that has like a little amber ball on the top with some sort of like um, scorpion inside of it. But the walking stick the, as a whole sells for like um, for for 20 gold. The wind chime, is it rods of crystal or are they like just crystals? No, it's just individual crystals hanging with hollow tubes, hollow metal tubes. Right, so I don't think that would work. That wouldn't work, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll just I ignore that, and then I'll just buy the little pack of thirty-six small discs of polished bone engraved with runes. I'll take that up to the counter as well. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right next to the gum. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's at the counter by the chewing gum. Yeah. You pick them up, and you realize that it's just plastic that's been made to look like bone, and it's probably not going to work for the spell component. And there's only thirty-five of them. God damn oh. it! <laughs> buy that. Buy the plastic. We need that. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, so I leave with my five tiny bells and my fur mm -hmm. cloak, mm -hmm. and we'll head to the... Wait, no, there's one other thing I need to check in there. Um, I say, and this is kind of hard to talk about, um, but, uh, you know, a few journeys back, my kid, my, my little boy, got into an accident uh, with a crossbow. Don't suppose you've got any eye patches. He's... You know, if we forget to leave some of the torches on in some of the rooms, he goes in there and he can't see. But if he had, like, an eye patch, that might help. Want him to be blind when he's on deck? Yeah, usually. Because there's all sorts there's all sorts going on, you know. He's some, of, some of the men on ships these days. Uh, I mean, far be it for me to give uh, parenting tips to customers. You know, my sister lost an eye. She's got a couple of eye patches back there. We don't normally sell them, but, uh... You know, she's got seven. She really only wears her favorite two, maybe three. Right. I could he's, probably sell one of my sister's eye patches to you. He's only a wee boy. I'm looking for something a bit smaller, you know? Well, you could just trim the, the felt a little bit and uh, tighten up the, loosen up the strings or cut them down. You could, we could modify it. Okay, well, if you can do the modifications, I'm happy to pay a few yeah, extra yeah, yeah. points. Um, hold on here. And he comes back out with um, three different eye patches. One of them has like a a black leather a square for the eye or like a circle for the eye and a, a mm. leather cord that goes around it. One has sort of like a, um, a white linen circle with small little 
um, doodads, like so, uh, little baubles, what do you call them, beads, sewed around the, mm. the rim. And it's sort of like a nice white one with a, a semi-lacy strap around it, more like for fancy occasions, going to balls and whatnot. And yeah. the third eye patch is a patchwork of red and black squares that have like been tinily sewn together, and it is uh, tied with just some simple cord. Um, the first one was just black. Yeah, first one was just regular black uh. leather. You know, he's kind of a black and white kind of guy. I feel like the black eye patch is going to like go well with his white face. I'm just going to go for the standard black eye patch. Uh, he slides it across the table and tells you it'll be two silver. Okay. This is my sister's eye patch and all. Have you modified it? Has he modified it? Oh, yeah. He'll sit down behind the counter and pull out some scissors and cut it around here and do this and ask you to, like, make an approximate face for your kid's head. And, yeah. You know, he'll just spend a few minutes yeah, here his working head's with about you on this. this. Big. <laughs> He's got really long arms. <laughs> no, I don't. He looks at you and, like, that. you know, his face gets sort of dark and. You know, he's realizing that he probably didn't lose an eye on a ship. Like, he probably got some sort of malformed, <laughs> you know, runt of a human child that you're desperately trying to, what? to, uh, Why to improve. Why would you for a monkey? I don't understand. Why would you go to such lengths? By the I time have a history of just lying needlessly. I don't know why. You're a fucking <laughs> By the time he's done with the eye patch, he just gives it to you for free. You know, the... The heartbreak of what your poor child Amazing. must look like. He just wants to donate it to a good cause. Okay, so I give him 35 silver then. Yeah. I was going to give him a tip, but if he's giving it to me for free, I feel like it wouldn't make sense to give him a no, tip. So I give him 15, 35 silver. And I thank him profusely, and we'll head to the uh, blacksmith. All right. Um, blacksmith is there. He does not recognize you as you walk up. Um, so I speak... Orders. I kind of been doing like a bit of a different voice, but I'll do. I'll use my normal voice. Am I speaking to the guy? I assume you're speaking to the guy, the the blacksmith the guy. with whom yeah, you yeah. have done business. It is the guy? Greetings, my friend. Good to see you again. Hello, um, mate. I look over my shoulder a little bit and lower my voice to say, "I was looking to pick up a few things. First off, don't suppose you've got any more of that uh, iron dust around?" And I give him a wink. Is that eyebrows raise? Yes, yes, come into my shop, he says, sort of glancing up and down the street and uh, brings you back in under the awning a little, away from the road, away from any prying eyes, except for those that might be passing directly by. And he lowers his voice as well. Uh, anything else you need, sir? Yeah, there is, actually. Um, need some silver wire, some copper wire, quite a great deal of the copper wire. Is that something you can make or already have? I can make copper wire. Silver wire as well. I can Hi. provide the silver and the copper if you need it. Hey, or I'm happy I'm just to melting down the copper or silver coins I have on hand. You can pay in copper or silver if you'd like. That's fine. Yeah, okay. doesn't matter to me. How long is that going to take to make? You think? You know, you give him the dimensions of everything, and he thinks for a moment. You know, that's a lot of wire. Wire is a slow process. Um, hmm. Just need to check my my sheet over here. Um, Smith, we said it was going to be a hundred gold pieces. Yeah, you said, yeah, a hundred gold pieces per casting of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll probably take me better part of two, a week and a half. Ooh. A week and a half to make. Okay. And it's a hundred gold. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Okay, and the silver wire, he can do as well. We can you just get two castings if it's going to take him a week and a half? I mean, we might as well get it. If it takes him a week and a half to do one casting, it'll take yeah, him it'll three take weeks him to two do two. two. Yep. Okay, so you want to do two castings? Yeah, I, I just think like we should just get him like you know working on it. Mm -hmm. All right, but we can pick up the fast we can one pick up a the week first and a half. One. Yeah. The okay. very fine silver wire, he can make you... Because we don't need long bits, right? We're just using small strands. It's he super can, small with a little bell. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he can have that ready, he can have that ready for you tomorrow. Well. He can have that ready for you tonight if you really need it right now. But No, it's all right. I'll pick it up with the copper wire. There is one other thing, though. It might be a little bit more difficult. Oh. I know it's not your area of expertise, but perhaps you know someone in town or could get this done in a less suspicious manner but i need need rods made out of either glass crystal or amber maybe about this big this thick you know easy to hold for a person but it's got to be glass crystal or amber i, I don't work with any of these it. materials um, the know. only people the closest um what do you call them glass Smelters nearby would be uh, Colrogia. Colrogia, where's that? Oh, been there? it's a it's an island, maybe four or five uh, down the line. One, two, three, four in line. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I know the place. I know the place. Yeah. I've been there. Mm -hmm. Is that um, where the dwarves were? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's where the dwarf is. Yeah, um, we, got, we got friends there. All right, maybe I'll take my request there. No no luck with uh, amber, though? I'm not sure how amber works. Couldn't be molded? He shakes his head. No, 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 amber's hard, like glass, like crystal. It's a non-malleable substance. Hard to come across. Got to dig it up out of the ground. You know, if you're looking for exotic things like this, you might want to be looking for a bigger town. Yeah, you sure. Know, a larger port. Looking... Yeah, thing is... Uh... Difficult for me to get around these days. Draw a lot of, you know, unwanted attention. Some of these bigger towns, close to my enemies. There's always people willing to move cargo. I'm sure you could find your way to a town or someone who could place an order on your behalf and deliver it here. Um, in fact, I'm sure if you head down to the port, you could place orders and like the rest of us do, and have things imported from one of the inner circles, or probably the Midlands. Well, that's Port what Ferris I'm thinking, is a, friend. A you know, strong contender. Could you not perhaps place these orders on my behalf? You understand I'm worried of myself heading down to the docks, given the, uh, the people that frequent the area. And I'm not talking about the sailors. A lot of liability... I'm not trying to put my neck out for anyone around these parts. It's gonna incur some costs. I understand. Of course. Well, we we're both we're both men here. We can discuss the costs freely and openly. If we can't reach a deal, then we can't reach a deal. But there's no harm in talking. He nods, understandably and approvingly. Um, so, if you want to order something from the, one of these other islands, there's going to be like a fifty percent markup just getting it to you, and then this guy is going to apply a. Actually, it's probably going to be a 100% markup importing it, and then he'll apply a 50% markup on top of that. So it'll be three times the regular listed cost to secretly import it um, via this other person. So you're okay. 
glass what is the glass? rod yeah. is normally three gold for a little glass rod. So a glass rod would come out to like nine gold each. That's quite um, a lot per casting. Yeah, we might as well just go visit at that point. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Well, I tell you what. <clears throat> Bearing in mind, I'll go and speak to my friends on Kalaroga and see if I can't get some made at source. But if not, uh, it's important to me, so I'll be back here and uh, we can make a deal. But I'll 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 be back in about a week and a half, right, to pick up the wire, or at least the first batch of the copper wire. Splendid. All right. Um, and if you're not back then, I'll just keep it tucked over here, uh, away, and you you pay exactly up front. that. Um, and you know, in case something happens give... to you, I still need to be paid for my work. Of course, I'll pay you now. Great. Um, two hundred gold and what a bit extra for the silver. Uh, yeah, I just had the price for that over here. Um, the silver wire is... Ooh, it is two gold per length of silver wire. Um, you wanted five? Is that... Well... Really? For small, super small? Because it's just to fit on a tight uh, This does say very fine. I just have regular silver wire. So why don't we say okay. five fine wires are one regular wire. So two gold. Okay. For the wire. The so I'll give him two. I'll give him two hundred and ten gold. So that's an eight gold tip. Perfect. Um, eight hundred dollar tip, right? That's nice. God damn. That's pretty good. I'll uh, shake his hand and shake uh, yours. Bid any, I, I, I'd ask. Uh, I'd ask your name, but perhaps it's for the best that we don't exchange too much information here. Uh like to keep my place in town as is. Compartmentalize different business ventures. Well, I'll be seeing you in a week and a half. Mm -hmm. And I'll uh, make my way confidently out of the blacksmiths mm -hmm. and to the garden entrance to Lady Nightingale's estate. Yeah, you get them to the back of the place. Uh, you can see that there is the halfling gardener who's normally around. He is plopped out in the backyard in a hammock with a pipe up to his lips, um, just rocking back and forth really gently, enjoying this night. Nice uh, late autumn, mid-autumn day. October. Yeah, so I, I like put my head over the fence and uh, in a quiet, soothing voice, so it's not to shock the man too much, I'll say. Great weather we're having today, isn't it? Yeah. Halfling pokes his head up and pops out of his... His hammock steadies himself, makes his way, and opens the lower half of the thing so he can, like, look up to you and goes, Uh, the front door is on the other side, sir. This is the I'll, back I'll garden entrance. Down. I crouch down next to him and say, Appreciate that, but uh, if you don't mind, Lady Nightingale likes me to come in the back, if you know what I mean. Uh... So Sorry, I'm. Um, I, I worded that poorly. I worded that. I worded, worded that quite poorly. Perfectly. I. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm just a gardener. I'm not supposed to let people in or out. Is this? This isn't the same guy that I've seen before, then. Oh, it totally is. But he doesn't recognize you at all. Um, ah, you don't remember me. Perhaps you remember my friend, and I'll hand him a gold coin. Oh, ring any bells? Yes. Hmm. Uh Come and he like reaches up and opens the the full gate and lets you in. You're you're the that uh, you're that pirate man, aren't you? Well, Washed up on shore I... a couple months back, killed all those guards. You know, there are wanted posters of you everywhere. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Uh, you know, I've done some things. Not everything they say is true. Hmm. You see, the white prince is 
He's got out for me. He just wants to see me hung. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got an opinion about the White Prince, he says, walking with you across the gardens. Everyone's yeah. got an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, they say things about me that I never did, but there's a lot of things they don't tell you that he did. Trust me. I've seen it. What have you seen? He says, plopping down and offering you his pipe um, while he sits on the, the edge of his hammock. Yeah, I'll crouch down and like whisper and say, they say that his royal guard are actually skeletons. Mm. Yeah, we don't talk about those rare things. The lights yeah. in the sea. Ooh, scary stuff. Try not He's to think to about it sorts. too much. Yeah, well, keep your head down. You'll be all right. <laughs> Lucky for me. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. That's a good point. He takes a long drag and pontificates with you for a moment. Can you imagine you, pledging your you life? Mind? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Want, pledging uh, your life you. to the, the White Prince, undying for all time? Man. Woo. You wouldn't catch me doing that. Mm-mm. I wouldn't say that motherfucker for more than 10 minutes. Ah, it just sounds like a lot of work is all. I yeah, you know, know. If, you, if, you can't, if you can't rest when you're dead, when can you? You people. I mean, this, you, you biggins, you know, you're just always working, working, working. No time to stop and enjoy the flowers, digging your hand with your hands a little bit. Man, you it's, guys really sure, like, like to be busy. Ambition is a curse and a blessing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The cards work in mysterious ways, my little friend. Best not to question it too much. You got it quite good here, right? Sitting in the garden, relaxing with your pipe. Could be worse. I mean, every now and then there's something to clean up. There's a scuffle in the backyard. There's blood all over the plants. Not good for the soil, you know? You got to pull that soil out, replace it with some other stuff. Ugh, that's just... Yeah, it's bad, but, you know, you're lucky around here because you wouldn't believe what they do to uh, halflings where I'm from. Not all of them, but there's some nefarious people out there who, uh... I look, I look him. He, well. like, tucks his feet underneath his body in the hammock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. You're not one of Dirty those business. believers, are no, you? Of course not. No, of course not. A man makes his own look. Or a halfling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, I'll leave you to it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll see hey, you on the way out. No one, no one ever tells me what's going on. Oh yeah. What, what do you mean? He looks at the house and he looks at you. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't ask questions. I'm just a gardener, but. What's going on between you know Not you much. and, and the la her ladyship? Oh, well, her, her husband. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about it. And I'll, uh, I'll yeah. Walk and he smokes, takes a big puff on his pipe as you walk away. You really <laughs> shouldn't, but eh, he shrugs <laughs> and lets you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can make your way to the house. The The servants in there will be surprised as you rap on the door, but they'll open it. And with a little bit of recognition, they'll let you in. Let you know that her ladyship is out at her, um, one of her evening strolls around the city. Um, they mentioned that same tavern that you saw her in that very first night. That's probably where she is right now. But if you'd like to wait in one of the parlors, they will give you food and water and wine and let you chill Absolutely. until she arrives. Yeah, I feast and on whatever food and drink whatever wine yeah. you'll give me Great. while I wait. Let's. See. I loosen a few buttons on the shirt, you know, roll the sleeves up. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Nightingale will return later that evening, well after dark. Um, she comes into the house 
with a bit of a whistle and like a song on her lips. Uh, her two escorts will quickly park them one by the front door. The other one will come in like doff their gear um, and her whistling and somewhat singing will be cut abruptly as she comes to the door and throws it open and sees you there you know, puts her weight on one foot and hand on the other hip and cocks her head to the side and says, well, 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 if it isn't the pirate captain here in my home, what are you, here to take me prisoner? Out so late, Lady Nightingale, and without your husband, whatever would he say? Whatever would he say? Oh, who the hell knows? Here, and she plops herself down in a heavy chair and kicks a, a booted foot up on the chair as like a and then makes eye contact with you like take off my boots while you have something to tell me absolutely yeah i start rubbing our feet and uh right so talking business i was hoping uh you might give me an idea of how much money we still owe you francis my ledgers she calls to her servant um who comes by a little bit later with uh with the with the ledgers um, a servant gets a, a nice little fire going in the hearth. Some mulled wine is brought out. Nice. She takes a look at her books. Okay, used ship. Originally priced at this. Money has been spent. Um, according to my records, you still owe me about 12,000 gold pieces. <sighs> well, that is that is a fair bit. Mm. So, how do you feel about copper? Um, whatever do you mean? Well, I happen to have come across a large swathe of copper coins, and uh, they don't make for efficient carrying when it comes to uh, cargo space, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking for a way to offload them. Now, I don't know if you've got issue with payments in copper, but I could bring a lot of them here. I also have silver and gold she as well. She waves her hand but... easily. We we mine copper. We smelt it into ingots. Not a problem. Okay. She so switches feet to allow you to take off the other boot. And? Yeah. Do you have 12 million copper? So how many copper is a gold? 100,000? So I've got 210,000 copper. So how much is that in gold? 2,100 gold pieces. Okay. So, and I say, and I assume that that would be an adequate payment for this, uh, at this time? I mean, I need, I want my money. I understand it will take you some time, and there are other favors we have yet to exchange. So I don't mind a slight slow roll on the payment, but it's been many months now, and your debt is still outstanding. I understand. It takes a while for me to get operations going here. You know, it's a new area, new town. Mm-hmm, Got to make mm-hmm. new contacts. Things are starting to go my way now, though, so don't worry. Things are going to start rolling in, but uh, obviously I haven't got all that copper with me. But um, did you get a map of the island around here? He, like, sighs, looks about the room for a while, and then uh, calls for a servant to bring her her drawing table. Um, and a servant will bring out, like, an easel with some ink, uh, some paints, and she'll just, like, stand barefoot and just do a quick outline of the island for you. It looks yeah, something yeah. like this. There you go. Okay, so if here's Port Ferris, and there's this weird, like, lagoon thing down here, 
Mm -hmm. And I mark the points that I usually land the ship on. Mm. Um, which is just for your knowledge, Neil, you know, like here. Right. And I say, uh, a day, two days, a week. Let me know when's good. And uh, I'll meet you there at first light with the copper. Well, won't be tomorrow, that's for certain. Um, let's say the morning after tomorrow. Fair enough, yeah. Okay, great. I'll see you then. I'll bring the copper. We can strike off 2,100 gold off the uh, off the bill. And I'll see you in another month or so. Good. All right. Good. Careful those feet. Where do you I think like... you're going? <laughs> I she suppose I do. grabs you time. by your, your button shirt and hauls you away. Wait, did they ever have a relationship like this? Do now. All right. I... <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I go and I go and earn some uh, earn some money off the bill, you know. He's a handsome man, dude. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, I just remember job. she had like rejected his advances multiple times. Well, I yeah, ladies gotta play hard to get. I have a a mood die that I roll for how lucky she's been out gambling in, in individual yeah. nights, and she rolled very high today. She's in a good mood. It's and this guy, he only comes into port every once in a yeah. while. Low maintenance, fuckboy. Easy. Can we get a performance? Do I need to roll? Yeah, I would like like a performance check or something. Wait, do I need two constitution checks, Emil? Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Just but you can roll just... me a a dex check. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or a con check. I don't know. No, do whatever I'll you feel is appropriate. My, yeah, my style is more dex. You know, it's more of a please a one contortionist approach. Uh, <laughs> amazing. She has a great time. Even if it's quite short-lived. <laughs> well, I... Oh my god. I think you had a great time. <laughs> well, he makes up for a deficit in one area by being able to tie uh, cherry stems into knots with another, exactly so it's that. fine. Exactly Can that. we do one more contract to see if he rallies? <laughs> the, the second contract is to see if she gets pregnant, but that's apparently not uh, not an issue here, so... Yeah, she's got an appropriate fertility totem, so she's fine. Nice. <laughs> fertility totem. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, regraded by Clerics of Martha. There's a fertility and an infertility version, and uh, she's got the infertility uh -huh. version, as long as it's appropriately... Um, sacrosanct and and prayed to and uh, treated appropriately, it helps reduce the chance of fertility. The ferocity clerics don't get rid of them. They don't give a shit. <laughs> That's not there. They protest. They're pro-life, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. All right. You can leave I the next morning. Oh, I'm, over. I'm staying overnight. Fantastic. Uh, leave in the morning. So I'm coming yeah, you back don't want to row across morning, that right? night. Mm -hmm. No, I'm coming back tomorrow morning. Okay. So I come, I come back to the base, you know, the next morning with a spring in my step and a smile across my face. Um, and I go to everyone's individual rooms. So first off, I'll go to Sale and uh, pick up Seymour. Can I have an animal handling check to see if I've stolen Seymour's affection in this time? You've got high wisdom. That's not fair. That'll be half totally fair. It's wisdom uh, at half minus one. Yeah, wisdom at half minus one. Make me a roll. We'll see what it says. Don't roll a twenty. Don't Make roll a twenty, please. Yes. Oh, buddy. Amazing. You know, 
um, Seymour likes the, the fresh open air and all this time underground has sort of like wigged him out. So you're doing your best to befriend him, but he's just in a cranky, pissy mood. He, he mm. likes the high, tall trees and the mountaintops where he's got it, you know, everything around. And now he's just like stuck underground. So yeah, runs around, <laughs> throws shit at people, harasses Bobby a little bit, spends most of his time going up the, the wizard uh, teleportation area and then like dropping down, like uh, <laughs> slow falling nice. and then running himself back up and dropping down again. All right, well, I will uh, get him onto my shoulder or just standing next to me, and I will crouch down next to him and put on his uh, his little eye patch, which I am adding to his character sheet. Great. Fantastic. And, okay. Thank you, Sale. I, uh, I couldn't find the... someone to make the bones, but I figure what we should do is perhaps... We get the bones ourselves. We get them made into the discs in one place, and we get the carving done somewhere else. That would Split be a good idea. Construction. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. You seem uh, seem a little more cheerful this morning, Captain. Did you I have am. a good night gambling? <laughs> well, I wasn't gambling, but I did have a good night. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, got to enjoy the pleasantries of the noble lifestyle for a time. You know, it's pretty oh, good. That must be nice. You know, feasting, oh. drinking wine. Exactly that. that. Can we get a performance check from her as well? Yeah. How good was she? Yeah, Neil. Apparently pretty good. (laughs) Apparently pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Let me devise some Lady Knight's girl stats. I feel like Captain Winters has been at sea for like six months, so she should get advantage because he hadn't, you know. (laughs) Yeah. She could be a manatee for all he knows. Like... (laughs) Isn't D&D great? Grace, uh, Lady Nightingale. Roll some stats over here. Oh my god! Okay, close. Oh. Got some high decks. So, her role, here's her dex check, I'm giving her advantage. Is that 30? Amazing, yeah. And normally, I would just, I would give women advantage for, for con checks anyway, since there is not a, what do you call it, Um, it's not reflex, it's a refractory issue for them. But since you've been at sea for a long, long time, buddy, yeah. we'll, we'll do, like, double advantage. She ain't walking straight after that. Yeah, two, two sets Amazing. of 30. Well, I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's Great. Fine. Um, okay, so I whistle as I leave Sail's room with uh, Seymour in hand, and I will go and visit uh, Nilrim. Right. Nilrim's door is locked. Please knock on it. Nilram, I got your stuff. No more. Come and open the door. Ah, thank you, Captain. So I will hand him five tiny bells and a fair cloak and say, uh, I got the blacksmith in, blacksmith in town to make the copper and the silver wire. 
He just but, starts uh, ripping up the fur cloak in front of you, like not caring about it at all. But uh, I'm not going to be able to pick it up for about a week and a half, so maybe you can do some more of your... And I'd like peer my head in through the door, whatever it is you're doing in here. Uh, bit of a hiccup, though, on the glass rods. No one in town smelt glass. Apparently the only place that does near here is Kalrogia, uh, where we left... Um, Wiley's a glass dwarf. worker. Yeah, but he doesn't have a a blaster or whatever they need to make it, right? I mean, hey, there's plenty of fucking sand around here, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he needs him. the tools. All right. Yeah, okay. He Wait here. I'll go and get him. Wiley! Wiley, get in here! If I can get one glass rod, I can cast lightning bolt in the sand, and maybe that can get us more glass. <laughs> Wiley comes in with a tap, tap, tap of his peg leg. Aye, Captain, what do you need? Wiley, uh -huh. we are looking to provision some glass rods. Oh! Little birdie told me that uh, perhaps in another life you yourself may have been a glass worker. Well, I've stroked many a rod in my life. No, I've stroked. I've got some. I've you stroked one rod lots of times, I'm sure. I, I, I know a little thing or two about glass rods. This. <laughs> might, might be a bit more difficult since this. Right, you make the mistake once, mate. <laughs> Just the once. Yeah, well, the first time you make it, you can't make it again. Ooh, well, I mean, things heal. Wasn't that anyway, bad. <laughs> you want so, me to blow some question. glass for you? Yeah, well, I know there's plenty of sand around here, which I think is how you make it, right? But I assume you need some sort of equipment. I've had plenty of time in this laboratory here. There's um, there's an old glass furnace, uh, ruined there is? completely. He just shakes his head at you. It's all right. A captain should know the utilities of his vessel, uh, but this place is a bit run down. I don't begrudge you for not understanding what you're looking at. Yes, there, there's an old ruined glass kiln in here. And we Completely could get it working ruined. again? Sure. It would take a certain amount of tools. Expensive to buy. Need? Easier Wiley? to steal. Give us the Give us the lowdown. On the tools well, first, we'll need. need coal. Lots of coal or coke in order to stoke the flames. Then we're going to need to need the appropriate rods, the appropriate brushes, the appropriate picks of all sorts of different shapes and types because you're going to want to make different things. It's not just the one thing you're going to make for all time. Mm. Uh, and some of the kilns in here need a little uh, bit of upkeep. I could probably do the repairs if I had an extra hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but Bobby should be able to help me with these things. But we'll we'll need some more stones, some more concrete, some more mortar. There there are tools that we could need, and uh, they're purchasable in many places and thievable from a few. You think we could get these on Flotsam? I doubt it. Maybe a couple of the things, but not most of them. We'd need Al to go. Rogio is a good spot. Plenty of glass smiths out there. All right. The only well, question we'll is, are then. you paying for it or are you taking it? Depends on what it costs. It'll cost a lot, boy. How much are we talking here? Hundreds? Also, Wiley, you refer to him as Captain. <laughs> yeah, Captain I'll boy, I'm once. sorry. <laughs> um... You're lucky I'm in a good mood. Why are you in such a good mood, Captain? Well, um, uh, you know, man shouldn't, uh, gentlemen shouldn't kiss and tell. I give him a wink. Oh, 
if we wanted to buy the things we'd need, it would probably be in the range of 10,000 silver. It's a thousand gold. Aye. What do you think, Nilram? How many of these do you need? It might be cheaper to just buy 10 if that's what you need. Um, how much did they cost each? Was it 10 gold each? I think it was going to be 3 gold if we get them directly from Kalaragia, or 9 gold if we import them. It'll be 1,000 silver? 1,000 gold. 1,000 gold. 10,000 silver pieces to outfit the forge to be a proper glasssmith and forge. But then once that's done, any glass items I can mostly make. A little bit of help. I think it might be useful just to... Like, think about it this way, Captain. We can... Make our own glass items. Yeah. We can sell like certain glass items. You know, glass pipe. We could start outfitting the windows in this space. You know, we could, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't come good. all the way to the Dardens to be a glass merchant. I nod. But... I'm down to not fix it up. I think I think it's a... Maybe we can do that in the long term. There's a metal forge as well. There's a tanning station. There's all sorts of wow. uh, abandoned the facilities here. That's maybe a little bit more interesting. Would all of the tools that we get in this thousand gold be able to fix up some of the other stuff as well? Or at least in part? He ponders for a moment. Uh, let me take a look about, and he will walk off to examine these other rooms. I'm going to try and show you what Wiley is talking about. Uh, you know, so um... this room in the upper left corner, way the hell up here. Yeah, mm -hmm. where that arrow is. Um, this is once, or has the, is built to be a tanning, um, a leather tanning area. You could make hide armor out here. You could make any sorts of bits of leather. Like, it's got most of the infrastructure. It's got the two giant windows so that, like, um, the wind can blow through appropriately and, like, move the stench out of the rest of the area. It's even got, like, a rise and fall section over here, like a bit of a, a U-shape to keep yeah. the smell away. Um, this area over here... No, this is the training grounds. This is the forge, the metal forge. This is the... Ping us. Oh. Oh, uh, I see now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's this one over here is the metal forge. This one is the glass forge. And this one up here is... I actually have to open the deep notes for that one. Uh, deep notes. Yeah. Uh. I'm sorry, I got them mixed up. The glass forge is the top one. Um, okay. The this one up here is the glass forge. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um. This one down here is the metal forge, and this one over here is the like wood shop. So you can see like the wood shop's got the tools, but they're all like old and rusted. But there's still some infrastructure uh, available that can be reused and you know hooks on the walls in all the right spots the the metal forge still has like an old rusted anvil which you could polish up and it's still got like the actual heated forge elements but like some of them have fallen apart and need a little bit of repairs um, he estimates that it'll take a uh, 10,000 silver to get the glass forge working maybe a thousand silver to get the iron forge working uh, the wood shop would probably be 500 silver to get up and running Okay. But the glass, the glass one is the most expensive. The glass one's so, the most expensive. No, and what about this for a plan then? We oh. head down to Kalarogia. We find a glassmaker. Employ him to make us a batch of these glass rods. Let him know that we're uh, working outside of the law here. 
and to keep things quiet. And we pay him, and we arrange pickup in the middle in the night at his forge, and then we just fuck him up a bit, tie up his man, loot the forge, and with any luck, he won't go to the guards because he's been working with taking payment for pirates. Norm nods. That'll work. That we get the glass rods, we don't have to wait for Wiley to make the first batch. How long, God knows how long it'll take to get this thing working again. Get a first shipment, and then whilst you're using them, we can get the forge cleaned up. Why don't we just go there, order the glass rods, he makes them, we show up to pay. Uh, either we show up to pay and we kill him, and we take a shit, or where else is he going to keep the glass rods but in his shop? I have knock. I can just open the doors, and we can just get the glass rods and go. And yeah. whatever else we want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We go into okay, his place. Yeah, yeah. Same thing? Okay. Cool. I was saying we could meet him there to make the deal. That way the door's already open, but I suppose that's one way of doing it. Either way it works. Um, okay. All right, good talk. Uh, I think that's everything for you. Yeah, so a bit more time to study spells. I'll go and grab that copper wire in a week and a half. Um. Okay. I guess I'll try to learn another spell or two. And, yeah, uh, yeah you can maybe see what the others are up to, because I've been talking for a while, but that's mm -hmm. everything. Let's head back to Archie. You have been fighting with Bobby during his free time and training with him. Is this more yes. like, I need a sparring sparring partner, or I want you to be a worthy fighter? Are you are you really trying to teach um, Bobby? It's it's more so about I think Archie realized that he enjoys like explaining stuff and talking mm. about the thing that he's so passionate about. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of just using it as an excuse to um talk about punching. Um he he's the same way about rowing like back on the ship he would often like teach people to row because he would just enjoy talking about rowing cuz it'd be interesting to him. And um it's the same here. So basically, it's just him standing in a room with Bobby, and he's like showing him the form. And he's talking about why it's important, and then he's seeing if Bobby can simulate this. Yeah. Um, this section on the map over here, this big open square, is sort of like an exercise room slash training grounds area. Yes. There are old racks built on the walls where you might have hung armor or shields or weapons. There is like a sandy pit carved in it where you can do uh, practicing like when the ground's not too difficult or damaged. Again, it's sort of old and outdated and things would need to be replaced. But there is a, a specialized room in your fort, in your base, for um, just such activities. Um, and I'm going to have you make me... Um, let's see, probably a, a wisdom and a charisma check for how well you can train Bobby. And I'll give him an intelligence check for how well he can learn from you. Let's just get some samples of what's going on. Great willpower, wisdom, love it. And charisma, not so great. So not so great. You, you have a little so trouble reading knowledgeable. him. I'm just having trouble giving yeah. him the knowledge uh, and Nothing. here wow Bobby's got surprisingly good stats here is his intelligence check um, he soaks it up he is loving it um, in fact I will now make Bobby a first level character who has Ooh. the regular punching fighting uh -oh. style one attack nice. per round 1d3 damage melee um Type is bludgeoning, speed is three. Bobby is a first level puncher with six hit points. 
And if yeah. Archie keeps training this th th this guy, one day he's gonna beat the shit out of one of us, and we're gonna have to kill him. Sure. <laughs> well, in, in part of the training, I obviously um, make sure to imbue Bobby with the idea. It's like the first rule of having such an amazing weapon as your fist is you never aim it at someone you don't want to hit. Especially right. if the people around here, the, spe the people in the crew, if I see uh -huh. you attacking anyone that we're not attacking with this, if I see you misusing this power, you know what'll happen, right? You're gonna punch me in the face? I'm gonna punch you in the face, Bobby. Got it. Um, he will be careful with this power you're giving him. Bobby is 5'9", 131 pounds lean boy over here. He's only got six strength, so he's not the strongest of fighters. In fact, he's got a, a minus one to hit because of his low strength. So maybe you guys will be fine if he ever gets uppity. Lee doesn't have a minus to damage, though. No, just to hit. Okay, that's good, because that would be really bad with punching. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dude, all of these fucking spells I got are all enchantment. I can't learn them. Oh not not all, but a lot of them. It is what it is. Sucks. A lightning bolt. It's true. It's only one. Is not is knock enchantment. No, thank God. No. Yeah. Okay. Are you locked out of enchantment of the dimension? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we take our first break right here? When we come back on the other side, the party will hopefully be ready to set sail for new shores or old shores with new plans. Well, I don't know. We'll find out when we come back on the other side of a break. See you guys soon. And. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. <clears throat> so the party has had their their expedition. They've trained their the old, the former um, crow's nest boy. You've gotten the materials you need. You've learned some new spells. Were there more spell learning that you wanted to do, Mister Moon? Yeah, um, we got a few extra days here, so uh, I'm gonna do this is for repel water. Uh, I want. Before before you make your yeah. roll, how many spells can you learn of any given level? I don't remember. But What's your spell I don't... cap? Oh, wait. That should be on my sheet. Uh, 18 spells per level. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Now we're good right now. So this is the third level spell. Uh, repel water. 3d3 plus... Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go low. I'm going to go low. Yeah. Hell water. Question on mechanics there. If you like don't use up all your spell learnings for one level, do you keep them? Yes. Um, so there are um there are different levels of spells, first through ninth, and he can know eighteen spells of each spell level. So if he doesn't learn all eighteen first level spells at any given time, it's fine. He just has those slots to open up. But once he's maxed out those slots, he's gonna have a hard time learning any other first level yeah. spells. There are maybe some ways around that max, but then it becomes very expensive and very time consuming. We're talking like weeks or months of in-game and plus having to furnish a library, which is gonna cost you like tens of thousands of gold at the minimum, and yada yada yada. So it gets difficult. No, oh, cool, thanks. And uh, I'm also gonna do spider climb. Uh, I'm gonna go high on this one. Yeah, that works. Isn't spider climb enchantment? No, I don't. Alteration. Think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, alteration. One d two. All right. Cool. So that's the, that's an update for me. The day 
in the days leading up to when I'm going to get the copper wire, let's make a decision about where we're going to go. So I say, um, all right, guys, we need to decide. We're getting ready to leave. I'm going to pick up the wire that we're getting tomorrow, and then after that, we can head out. So our original plan was to head back down south, maybe check in on the goblins, see what's going down around there, maybe check out some of the other islands nearby. But also, Nilrim's informed me that for a new spell of his, he needs uh, glass rods. Now, Wily here can make them, but the equipment, uh, we need to find somewhere else. So, we've been hatching up a plan. We could head back to Kalrogia, where the dwarf was, and get some made there. And at the same time, once the deal's made, uh, heist, like, kill a guy or tie him up and steal the equipment from his own furnace. Now, we could do that another day. We could go and check out the goblins now. Come back and do that another time. Or we could do that. So, let's take a vote. What do you say, Norum? Yeah, fuck the goblins. Let's just go and, uh... Let's just go and steal some shit. Alright, Archie? Going and stealing some shit sounds awesome, but I'll go with the captain. Okay, and sail? I agree. I think, uh... We've done enough with the goblins. We let them stew for a while. Plus, there might be a crafter to make the, uh... Bone discs that I need. Alright, so... Back to Kalarogia, then. Now, remember, we did, uh... Raise a little bit of trouble the last time we were there, and I looked to sail and Archie. So likely there's still going to be posters. They're still going to be looking for us. So Captain, it's fine. We didn't even tell. We didn't even tell them our real names. Yeah, I'm going to offer Archie a fist bump and say we 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 beat that guy up. Yeah. But either way, they still have the posters, so we should be careful. So you know where the makeup is. I can help braid your hair. Those of you with uh, long enough locks, and you know maybe won't cut his bald head. Change up your outfits a little bit or something. Yeah, Archie, not much I can do with that. Even, a, a, you know, a man blessed with my skills in the uh, hair department. Not much can, I can do. Because um, I feel like for Archie, one of the things that stands out is his size, right? Can Nilrim um, make me smaller? I can make you smaller, but it's also going to incur penalties to hit and stuff. And it's not for very long either. Yeah. Oh, true. It's it's for like what, like twenty minutes or something. Uh, it's twenty five minutes right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe get you a hat. Yeah, I'll wear a hat. I guess. I'll wear a bandana. I'm sure we can find something. Yeah. All right. So tomorrow I'll go and pick up the wire, and we'll leave the day after. Great. Party relaxes decided. for a while. You've got a cook, so your food is coming along a little bit better. You've got, uh, well, your your merchant man isn't really helping you out with anything at this point in time, but having extra hands around the place is nice. Um, there's some lumber, some chairs can be made, kind of crappy chairs, mostly benches at this point, but the, the base is coming along. There's furnishings, there's people, there's stories to tell. Uh, there's plenty of booze and plenty of food. And so far, no one has tried to escape or fight back or really get anywhere. Because where are they going to go? You're on an island. You know, they're kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, so as time passes, the party finishes learning their spells, waits for the copper to be copper wire to be we done. Have some bits of wool in our base. Um. If yeah. not, I'm gonna ask the captain when he's on the way. Can you get me two pounds of animal fat and some wool? Um, I would like to cast a repel water on my spell book. Yeah, I can do that. Wool, animal fat, sure. Yep. Um, all right, so the day that I go to pick up the wire, then Neil, I'll try and pick that up as well from the shop. 
Um, Mr. Mooton, you yes. do not need to. As you'll notice on the very front of your spell book, uh, I've noted that inscribed on this book are runes of repel water already. On my new, on my old one? Oh, 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 on your old one. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 this is on my old one. The new one already has it, but I want to yeah. get it on my old one. Great. Can I get that stuff from the shop? Yes, you can get those things from the shop. Not a problem. All right. Cool. Yep. So pick up the wire. Obviously, I go back. This was a few days ago. I'll drop off all the copper coins to Nightingale. Mm hmm. Um, so I'm taking 210,000. And I think that, didn't she say that the ship was 12,000 gold to begin with? And we already kind of paid some off. Uh, it was yeah. 15,000 already. And you okay. already paid some off. All right. I give it 210,000 copper pieces. Excellent. So, well, actually, I'm going to give some silver as well. I'm going to give, um, so what's that? 2,100 gold. So I'm going to give 9,000 silver as well to make it 3,000. So there's 9,000 left. So you owe 9,000 now. Yeah. Cool. All right. And then we can uh, head back to find Starbuck in Wilmington. Uh. Copper wire. Yeah, I'm putting I'm not... on my this on the ship spell on like the party sheet. Copper wire for Nilrum spell. I'm just gonna put one. That means one casting. Um, it's gonna be on the ship. And do we need this fishing gear on our ship? Mm. We don't yeah. need six of them, right? Doesn't hurt, right? Well, the yeah. thing that we need to think about now is like. When we put the ship in a bottle, we have to take all the shit off of our ship. Uh -huh. So I'm going to move. I, I'll keep two fishing gears on our yeah, ship. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to move the sulfur over to the at-home base. Fishing. Oh, please don't. Hold on. Hold fishing it. gear. Oh, right. The party sheet tabs are shared. I clicked it yeah. and it moved. Yeah, my bad. No, you're good. Cool. Um, how much food are we bringing with us on our ship? You know, enough. How long's the um, journey now? So a while ago, we said you guys had bought food. Like, you just have a large quantity of supplies. We, we had a year's really worth of food. For four, yeah. For four, four people. Um, and some of that, I think, went into the base so you could eat while you're in the base, and that's going to go be eaten through at a slightly higher rate because there's more people there now. Um, but you have plenty of food for now. Why don't one of these days we'll do a... I'll oh. prepare some, like, ship resources for us to talk about, and we can do, like, a little ship resource segment, and for now we'll just not worry about it. Okay. Great. Um, uh, so, remind me, we ended up leaving Starbuck and Wilmington on Calarogia, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we left yeah. him with a donkey. Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright. Our party sets sail for Colrogia for your former friends, for new supplies. <clears throat> um, however, it is autumn, and the autumn weather turns foul. The day you set out, the skies are a little dark and a little gray and a little, you know, not so great. <clears throat> Um, but they very quickly turn nasty as a storm ahead is brewing. The clouds above you grow dark. 
The winds pick up a little bit. They swarm from either direction, from all directions, and lightning breaks out as rain falls. You can still sail, but you're in this nice big open boat, and the problems of the Viking longboat model really come to the forefront here. There's a tarp in here that you can like tack to the sides and kind of hide yourself under, but as long as the tarp is above you, you can't properly get the rowers to specially row and you can't really go anywhere. So it's either sail in the in the face of the storm, in the face of the wind and the salt and the lightning, or um, bunker down in your ship and wait out the storm. And what do you do? Are you the sort of people who will brave the elements or are you the sort of people who are gonna play it safe? Well, we got the best navigator in the world. Right. Let's just tie ourselves down and let's fucking go. Unless it's like completely untenable and then we will stop. But right. if it feels right. like this is a storm that a competent navigator could get us through, then we'll keep going. It'll be a bitch to do, but you can do it. I want seamanship checks from everybody on the boat. How is uh, how's Seymour doing in this situation? Is he all right? Uh, yeah, he just stays kind of low and hides out underneath something that provides a little bit of shelter and keeps it real quiet. He just kind of curls up in the safest, warmest, driest place he can find. This is where Nick fails his roll. Never. Oh, Captain. <laughs> God. Oh, come Captain. on. Yeah, but I mean, what am I really doing though, you know? True. Wait, I get, a bonus, I get an advantage because of Seymour then, no? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think oh, what's man. happening is you're looking for Seymour at yeah. some point in time. Like, the monkey hasn't been seen in eight hours, and everyone's beginning to wonder if, like, maybe he's been tossed overboard. When Captain John Winters makes his way down the ship in between the spectral rowers, looking underneath planks for CMR, underneath the, the benches, lifting up tarps, moving around barrels, <clears throat> an errant wave sends you sailing, Captain. It launches you against the side of the boat, uh, pulling you over to the edge, and I'm gonna need you to make me a death saving throw to avoid being swept over the edge and into the Keep ocean. Keep in mind, I said that we were tied down. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, tying ourselves past, to the, the boat is great. that it's cringe to tie yourself down. So. It is cringe. Okay. It is, because the ropes can get tied around things, it can yes. get caught around you awkwardly, you could end up in like a far worse situation if the the rope like is around your waist and you're getting dragged yeah. by the boat uh, backwards it could it could be even more deadly than being untied uh you will catch yourself on the side of the ship as the waves rock the uh the boat and almost so i'm like you i'm over. like trying to walk through the boat like going everywhere seymour where are you slippery little bastard where are you like looking under stuff and then there's just a massive wave and i just get flung away mm-hmm. into the side of the boat but yeah the the rocking of the boat happens to synergize with when a wave hits, and so the whole thing gets tossed to the side. You end up catching on to one of the, the oar holes as your legs get swept over, but you can pull yourself back on and back into the boat. You're almost lost. And I'm also going to need a stability check for your ship. This is the first time we're dealing with stability checks on your boat. What is oh, it the ship here? breaks, you will die. Nice. What is the seaworthiness of <laughs> your <care>, ship? <laughs> Fucking got him. Take that, players. Your ship has a 16 on its seaworthiness. So, somebody here, roll me a d20 plus 16, and you want to roll a 21 or higher. Nick, go. You roll me. low. You're about to roll high. Yeah. Okay. You've been rolling low all day. Easy win. There, there you go. go. No you can manage the fire. storm without too much problem. Captain almost gets swept overboard. 
Hopefully you make it through okay. Uh, the storm mm, blows okay. itself up. Monkey's okay. Yeah, he was just, he'd found a really good spot, like back underneath that. The ship kind of comes up on the, the front and the back mm. side, and there's a little bit of planking there, so there's like a really dry, cool, or uh, dry spot back there for the monkey to hang. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Okay. Storm passes within a, or you sail yourself out of it, or it blows itself out. It's hard to tell in the Dardenne, since everything is sort of one big swirling storm. Is this a storm that encompasses the entire Dardens all at once? Is this a localized storm? Is it a patch that moves? We're not sure yet. There's no way to know at this point in time. Um, but you find you are out of it within a day and a half. And I will need a navigation check from our no. dear navigator to make sure we are not blown off course by the storm. Easy. Not a problem. You make your way back to Colrogia storm or no storm and find yourself approaching the island you can see its crescent shaped mountain range in the distance well before the town itself comes into view uh what is the approach well i, I will we... ask the captain do we want to use our new how long do we want to be here do we want to use our new tactic of my ship keep in mind each time we do cast this it'll be 100 gold um, i mean he's gonna get materials. more copper wire each time we will need more copper wire each time it gets consumed. However, this would solve our problem of someone stealing our ship, um, someone seeing our ship, you know? We could dock kind of close by and then get mm. rid of it, and the ship will be with us in a bottle. And how quick can we make an escape if we need to? Within, I think it was five minutes or something. 1d5, 1d10 minutes. Hmm. 100 gold pieces is a lot of money. I nod. Did we have any trouble on this island last time? We didn't, right? We were able to just. It took us our... like days, I think, to cross it, but I don't mm -hmm. remember. That might have been a different island. Mm -hmm. Well, it's 100 gold to protect a ship worth 15,000 gold. Yep. Does it mean we have to make significant money every time we set short to cover our costs, though? Which we're planning to do here. We're going to be robbing the glass blower's shop, and I'll be able to open any chests that need opening. What do you mean? I open a chest, no room. No one right? wags his finger. I have knock now, Captain. <clears throat> any chest that you can't open, I can open magically. I suppose you still need me for climbing things, I guess. I laugh it off. He'll laugh and <laughs> he knows that he learned spider climb, but he'll he'll spare he just, you on that for now. That's nice. Yeah, that's uh, nice. <laughs> I'll pat Winters on the back and say, "Don't worry, Captain. You open hearts." <laughs> oh well, it's definitely true. All right. Well, at least as a case use, let's do it. I'd like to see how this thing works. Anyway, where are we landing? So we just need to land near the town, but away from prying eyes, Neil. Mm -hmm. What are these blue things on the dot on the side here? Those are the salt mines, the little salt flats that get flooded and then dried out and then the salt is harvested. So that means everywhere there's one of those blue dots, there's a bunch of towns or little villages and people living. Yeah, so I think we need to come in then to the right side over here and we'll walk along the flats, salt flats. Well, I mean, honest to God, if we're coming all the way over here then, we might as well not even use the ship thing, right? Well, it's more about being able to make a hasty... A hasty retreat off the island from any point, right? Rather than have to make a two-day oh, trip across. Oh, I guess across. that's true. Yeah, no, that's... Okay, yeah, good. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All, All right, right, we make land ho. Um, 
no one will inform the party that this is going to take 1d4 hours and basically we need to strip the ship of everything that's not like bolted down and on the ship model so all of the food needs to be put away and kind of hidden all of our materials that we don't want to bring with us need to be hidden so if you want a quick escape it's we will be leaving we'll be leaving all that shit <clears throat> um, well what can't what can't we carry with us the fishing I, poles the fishing gear uh all the shit that's on the ship essentially whatever's like. on the ship yeah well it's just fishing gear and food fishing right. gear food, food water there's probably you know some bedding stuff there might be some lights or some torches that are stowed on the ship for yeah. potential uses yeah so look the plan is we go back to the ship but if for some reason we can't it's not the end of the world if we have to leave behind a bit of food and some fishing rods correct not this time but imagine we're like six islands deep and we have thousands of gold but we have yeah. a ship in our pocket right then it's a big deal but yes yeah yeah just making sure all right um we will start removing everything from the ship and i'll roll a d4 mm-hmm. for the hours it Thanks takes us one hour to remove everything and fit the ship with the copper wire and uh nilrim will cast his spell nilrim ship in a bottle and basically what will happen is he's going to take his gold or sorry, his um, glass bottle. He's going to put it into the sea next to the ship. Um, and the ship is going to slowly shrink down and sail into the bottle and then get a little bit bigger inside the bottle um, and just sit there in like the ocean inside the bottle. If that makes sense. There's like water in there. No one I picks it up. I look dumbfounded as this happens. And he will uh, show his friends. Archie's completely fucking baffled. I always wondered how they got these things in the bottles, I said, looking at it. Amazing. Now, if you break it, our ship, I think, is lost forever. Or it will just appear there. I'm not 100% sure what the answer is. But I don't want to find out. So he's going to put it in his... um... Archie wants to inspect the bottle because he wants to see if there's tiny versions of us on the ship. (laughs) You trust Archie with your bottle? No one will tell you there aren't tiny versions of us on the ship and he'll apologize to you but he doesn't trust your strong arms with the bottle he doesn't want you to break it because then we would lose everything Archie doesn't believe you and he's also insulted he'll hold it and he'll put it up <laughs> close to your eye and he'll let you look I'll like stare at you through squinted eyes still not trusting you and I'll nod Norm will put it in his uh, I don't know he's probably got like a leather satchel or something Probably a good idea to wrap that up. Yeah, <laughs> kind of cloth. Yeah, that's an impressive spell. No room. Did you, did you invent that yourself? I did. Kind of a genius. Don't let it go to your head. You think it's too late for that sale? <laughs> no <laughs> more. You might be right, Captain. <laughs> no more. We'll wrap it up in a tiny cloth, like the like his friend said, and uh, mm-hmm. put it in the best place that he thinks possible. Archie will um, pull sail aside and last. Do- do you think your do you think your friend can do stuff like that? Can make you do stuff like that? Oh, I he can do cooler stuff. I think I can uh I think I can make boats fall under the ocean. Oh shit. Yeah, it's where it's gonna be really cool. I'm really waiting for our first like chance that I get to use that ability. Have you have you been you've been wearing the the thing I made you? Yeah, I've been wearing it every day. Has he, has he ta- I think it suits you. Has he has he talked to you? I'm, I'm, Neil. I haven't heard anything about it. No. I haven't oh, heard no. anything. Maybe, maybe someday. Maybe someday. 
Is this a secret conversation? Because I would like a, I would like one as well if they are going. Oh, with it's... me? Or are they having? Or you mean? No, oh, no, no. I, wa are you I want like a, 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 a Rohi charm, yeah. But it's all right. Don't, uh, I don't want to press I think the that issue. was a side conversation that you were not yeah, yeah, yeah. part of, unfortunately. Yeah. The party will walk along the salt I'll flats, the way. past yeah. the dwarves and the other wee folk of the area, on the way back to Colrogia. Okay, wait. The... Before we get into the town, I check everyone's disguises. Make sure that they're okay. Yes. We are properly disguised. I got my Barchi tattoo. I got my bandana. What else do you need? Me, Archie? No, no, no. My name's Barchi. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally different. Never heard of it. <laughs> they don't even rhyme. Yeah. yeah. What are you trying to say? I know I'm insulted. Okay. Uh, everyone roll me a d20. Whoever rolls the lowest gets to make the charisma check for the party. You guys have barely been to this island. It's not the same as Flotsam Island, so I was only going to ask for one charisma check from one person to see if anyone recognizes you from the posters, from the paintings, from the stories. I feel like I'm the face of the party. I'm helping with their disguises. I feel like I should get to make the charisma check. What's oh, no, wait, but it's, it's low charisma. I take it Yeah, back. you want to fail the charisma uh, check. Lo logic makes no sense, ignore me. But you're right. You know, maybe the captain <laughs> should make the the check for the party. Uh, uh, so it looks like... D20. Well, he rolled a 19 on his D20. Oh, that um, makes sense. Yeah. So, Mr. Mooton, give us a charisma check. Uh, oh, you know. It's, it's not, not going to happen right away. You barely passed it. It'll take a little while, but at some point in this town, someone's going to recognize you. They're going to get magic missile. <laughs> so the party makes their way alongside the little salt flats, past the trees and the little road, the dwarves on donkeys, the people hardworking out there uh, with the sweat of their brow. And by the end of the day, you'll make it back into Colrogia proper, back to the downtown section. The big crescent mountains behind you, the fields behind you. Um, you can hear the the sounds of dwarven cursing back and forth, and by following the smoke rising from chimneys, you can sort out where the um, the copper, not copper, the um, glass boundaries are. Yeah, well, we want to go to um, Wilmington's house, mm. but I think... You know, in the interest of not being found, I think it makes sense for us to not all be walking around as a group of four. Mm -hmm. um, but for the sense of, like, you know, RPing, don't want to just do everything myself. Mm -hmm. But I well, think we just, like, maybe when we're walking through the streets, you know, don't all walk next to each other, basically. Because okay. the one post is, like, for four people, right? And we all look vaguely like it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, they look... They don't look exactly like, but if they all look sort of vaguely similar and it's a group of four, I think people are going to get suspicious. It's better to just not be seeing the group if we can avoid it. Right. Run from the little wee folk, zeroth level fighters of this town. Hide. Yeah. Be afraid of the White Prince. That's yeah. exactly what scared. I want from you. Oh, yeah, I am scared, yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I end up in front of Wilmington's house and sheepishly, no, confidently knock on the door. Mm -hmm. Wait, why are we going there and not just to the glass place? Because I'm going to ask him who the best guy to... You're going to ask the guy with. who we threatened to kill. Well, no, no, no. Nilrum would stop you before you even got there. Okay. You're going to ask the guy we threatened to kill, who we're not on good terms with, I who the best glassblower is? I thought we left on pretty good terms. Captain, I threatened to kill this entire town for the magical items. We are not on good terms with them. They hate us. Now, 
you will make the final call. But this is asinine and crazy to want to go back there and talk to him. You know? I don't know. I felt like we were getting on okay. What do you guys think? Do you, you feel like we left this guy on good terms? Or, or am I off the mark here? Well, what did, we, what, did we, what did we do again? We dragged him out into the desert and made him ride a donkey to go home. Yeah. We almost killed one of them, but we did nurse him back to health at the same time. And then yeah, we stole all of their magical items. That's true. Unless we're bringing like some sick ass gift for them, they're not happy with us. Captain, right, this is fine. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, just okay. ask on the street. All right. Okay. Fine. Let's go to the glass area or whatever. Sure. You can come to one of many uh, glass forges around here. They all seem yeah. more or less the same to you. You know, one seems to be. This one seems to ha have a woman's name on the front banner. This one has a man's name on the front banner. That one looks like it's operated by humans. You know, that one over there seems to... Something's... They Dwarves all got a little thing well. about them. Human Dwarves male, probably, Yeah. No, well, yeah, that's fine, actually. I feel like a, f a female is more like tough guards. Maybe the guy thinks he's tough and he won't have any guards, you know? <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. maybe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exploit the overconfident men. I gotcha. I like that. Right. That's a genius. Mm -hmm. uh, sure enough, you can come to one of these little glass foundries over here. The front of it is nice and open. It's a long rectangular building, and you can see stonework on the ground with sand with uh, laid down on it. There's a big furnaces in the back, and there's a group of people near one of them. <clears throat> someone working a set of bellows, someone else standing near the door with big, thick, heavy gloves. A third person with a, a long metal pipe just sort of waiting. They see you coming, and they give you the, like, give us two minutes symbol. <clears throat> Um, they yoink something out of the big old furnace, twist it, turn it, blow through the large pipe, and slowly uh, a great vase is formed. Another person grabs out some glass from a, a different kiln with some tongs and makes a design along of it, and it takes, you know, not two minutes, but closer to 15 minutes before they're done, and they set the work down. A nice glass vase with, a like, a water line all the way around it and a couple little fishies on the sides that the other workers are still applying as the I've lead forger comes to you. I've been leveling up uh, appraising. Mm. Can I get? Can I do an appraising check to see if I think like this is like super fine work? Um, if he's doing like a good totally. job, I don't. Yeah, give don't me know. an appraisal check. Oh, no idea. You know, glass is just really not that common. This is a weak area of yours altogether. True. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the man comes on over, and he says, uh, "Welcome to Robbie's Glass Shop. I can Hi blow you if you need." Nice to meet you, Robbie. Bit forward. It's an old glass blower's joke. It's fine. Don't worry oh. about it. No one oh, ever laughs, but yeah. I keep using it. Listen, um, I got a custom request here. My pockets are, are full. Are we all, um, are we all here? Or yeah, yeah, you're I all think so. vaguely yeah. around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. My pockets are full, and my gold is shiny. Perhaps uh, I look over my shoulder. Perhaps we could talk in private. Is this not private enough for you? It's just you and, you know, your friends. Captain, you're going to get him to blow you? You're going to take him up as an offer? Wow, we can all come. Um, depends how good he is, I suppose. No, I mean, away from the away from the streets. It's a sensitive matter. All right. He waves you in and walks carefully around one of these big uh, stone, almost like sandboxes. Um, so you're well within the confines of the, the foundry. Maybe hey, I'm gonna, 20 feet from the street. I, I take, you know, I, I fall back a little bit to whisper to the party and say, all right, I'm going to tell him 
that we're not on good terms with the White Prince. I might even tell him that you're a wizard. I kind of want these guys to be committed to the job here so they don't go to the guards once this is all over. What do you think? Sure, but um, I don't think this is going to go well. And when he tries to call for the guards, I'm going to magic missile him. Is that wait. fair? That's fair. If it all goes wrong, we'll be in and out here in a day. We might be uh, down 10 glass rods, but at least we'll have the stuff we need. Wait, hang on a moment. <laughs> Why are we telling him this? Because once this is all over, if any survivors, we don't want them to go to the guards, right? He's been making components for wizards. He's going to be cautious about going to the guards about that. I'll whisper to you, our captain's crazy, just let him go. <laughs> okay, we need an escape plan. <laughs> we have an escape plan. I tap my pouch with the ship inside. I'll uh, I'll say, okay, captain, uh, if you think so. I'm not. Thanks. All right. I uh, I confidently walk back forward to catch up with the guy. So what were you saying this place is? This, is? this one's for doing what? I point to one of the tools or something that he's got on the side. Uh, these are our... That's for shaping, that's for blowing. Something like that. Close enough. <laughs> I assume you've got some business, though. You want to discuss it? I do. Sensitive? Yeah. We're looking to get some uh, glass rods made. And I give him a wink. Glass rods, huh? What sort of glass mm -hmm. rods? Curtain rods? You know, about you yay big. step up and show them the exact yeah. like, dimensions. He looks at and look him right in the eye. Yeah, he re yeah. he makes eye contact with you. You stare right back at him. It transpires fairly quickly what's happening. I say to him, "You you made these before, perhaps for uh, you know the gods." I've seen them before. So you understand the need for privacy here. They're on a list of things that we should report if anyone wants to buy them. I thought that might be the case, but I heard from. Good sources that you're a, a man keeps his uh, ear to the ground and his mouth shut. Especially if there's enough coin in it. Exactly. Like I said, my pockets are full. My coins are shiny. Most of the Dardens tends to abide by the rules set forth, but out here on the rim, we see the White Prince's ships only as often as they come by to pick up salt reserves. I'm to change him, my friend. Some islands down in the south, overrun by goblins, the White Prince didn't even help them. Takes his taxes quick enough, doesn't he? You know the folks that caused that ruckus a couple weeks back? Maybe a month or two truckus? ago now? I know. Truckus was that? Oh, all the bells were whist blowing, whistles were going, uh, dogs were barking. That's a misunderstanding. Misunderstanding with a dwarf, you know what they're like. He say one thing, like. make a little short joke here or there, things get out of hand. Short-tempered. I look around and make sure there's no dwarfs in the crew here. <laughs> there are. It's run yeah. by a human, but he's got some dwarven assistants. I like so I, I'm sorry, it's just a joke. The Jeremy <laughs> Clark's in defense. It didn't sound like you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can make you your glass rods As long As I'm not seeing you around this town anymore I'm not going to be making you things And have, I don't know Stones fall from the sky And, and destroy my hometown, right? This is a 
I'm done. Trust me. Once once this deal's done, you won't see us again. All right. He nods. All, All right. right. All right. I need like maybe ten. I could do. Uh, Give the circumstances. Fifty gold. For ten. Yeah. He thinks to himself. Since I since. Uh, Neural knows what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Neural would be like, Captain, just just do it a hundred gold. The man obviously needs to be paid well for his time. I could import them from the central rim for that. I'm not paying a hundred gold. No. Yeah, but if you import them from the central rim, someone's going to be asking questions. Shipping glass mm-hmm. rods out to the outer ring, where pirates not are. Con- not with my contacts. Yeah. Trust me, I already got it. I already got an offer for ninety gold. I know they're thirty in the open market. I'm sure, that's what you charge the white prince. I can do 50. You know, I'm going to have to do this work by myself. I'm going to have to send my crew elsewhere. It'll be a lot of work. Now you're here. If you want to import them from the, from the Midlands, if you can get a better price, then go for it. Wait your month or two. I could make one of these glass price. rods in four or five hours. I could do two a day. I could get you your 10 in five days. You want to import them? Well, you'll be sitting around wondering when your ship's going to come in. Is it coming in? Did it sink? Did it get attacked by pirates? For how about three days, Captain? What are you What are you asking for here? I said 50. What do you want? Don't listen I want to 100, him. like your wise man over here said. This guy here, he doesn't understand the value of money, all right? He's got a book somewhere. Done. He seems it's to be the one for whom these rods are needed. Sounds like he knows best their prices. I give Nilrim a look over my shoulder, and I say, all right, well... Fine. 80 gold. But I'm paying half now and half when it's delivered. Alright, let's give this guy a morale check. Are we robbing these guys? Yeah. But it needs to make it look realistic. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, <laughs> he holds his ground real firm. Like He's like, ah, if I gotta send my crew away and make excuses and deal with pirates, um... 100 gold. I don't get out of bed for that for, for you all. You drive a hard bargain, my friend. All right. 40 gold now, 60 on delivery. And I want it delivered at night here. All right. You can do two a Just day. You. Meet me back here in five days, nighttime. That's it. All right. I, uh, I reach into my pockets and give this guy 40 gold. I'll take the 40 gold and shake your hand. Deal's a deal. All right, I'll see you in five days. All righty. Uh, he heads back to his the rest of his crew. They ask him some questions. He, like, brushes them away and uh, tosses the money on a table and goes back to the first thing he was working on. Uh, and you guys can walk out into the town and kill five days here in town? All right, I mean, I guess we haven't been noticed so far, right? So I oh, feel yeah. confident in saying, all right, well, we've got to waste some time. Looks like our disguises are working. Maybe we should uh, have some R&R, you know? Well, Captain, uh, I was thinking, maybe there is a way we can contact, I think it was Wilmington, was it? Yeah, the dwarf, yeah. We could send up a note to meet us in a pub that we're not in, and see if he sends the guards down on top of our heads. But I think she will suddenly break out in insane laughter. (laughs) I'll blow you! (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea, Sale. All right, um... Can we find a couple of taverns near each other, Neil? Uh, yeah, you can like find where, a corner where there one. are two taverns across the street from one another. 
Um, all right, so we go and find a tavern to sit in and have a drink, but I'm going to write a little note for Wilmington. And as I'm writing it, I wonder out loud to sail. Thing is, though, if we do, if he does send the guards on us, he might get the wrong tavern, but he's gonna, they're going to at least know we're here. Remember when they were searching house to house? Maybe it's best we just keep a low profile. Although, remember what Wilmington and Starbucks said last time. Their dealings aren't exactly the right side of the law either. I doubt he's going to get the guards involved. It's true. Um, you can try to... We got anything to offer this guy? Sorry, Sal, go ahead. Uh, I mean, we're here for five days. Say we, they need to help with a heist or something. Or some small matter that we could do. Okay. I'm going to write him a little note, Neil. Who a little note? Yeah. I'm going to write Wilmington a little note. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to write... Um, hey, buddy. What's the name of the car again? I just need to just... Uh, Mamushi. So I write on the note. I trust that Mamushi as well. Uh, if the weather's warm, be good to catch up. Um, in town for a few days. Yours truly, Captain. Okay. And uh, that night, after we're finished at the tavern, I'll go and slide it under his door. You're at the table writing this note when who should walk into the tavern other than Lord Wilmington and three of his comrades. And they walk in and kind of like walk right past your table and head over to the bar. And uh, have a plop down as you're mid jotting the note. Your beers come no and get one served. Would give him a wave. No one would. Would, you, would, would. would just wave at him. I think. He gives you a, a what's up look and goes back to a, his thing Not at good. the bar. Um, and then maybe 10, 15 minutes later, once they're they're settled, Wilmington makes his way over to your table. Sort of casual strolling. Not a big deal. He plops his hands down on your table. Um, just, you know, comes up to his chest height or something and leans in and goes, Well, 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 if the boys aren't back in town. Good to see you again, Wilmington. Wish Trust I could the say the same. Mm -hmm. My captain was just writing a love note to you. Yeah. Well, Forget stroke that, my beard and call me a miner. <laughs> how's, uh, how's Starbuck? None of your business. What's your oh, business, well. though? What are you in you know, town just... for? Are you here to burn my house down? You gonna no, kick no, me in the balls? No, got no business with you, Wilmington. You're a uh, you're a good lad. Uh, listen, I feel I feel awful terrible about what happened last time. He looks over at Archie and Sale, who haven't said anything yet, and gives them a slight nod. Mm -hmm. It's nasty business. Dwarves. dwarves just you, get it, Captain. They, you see, they get it. They you know, we're gonna be in town for a few days, Wilmington. Keeping a low profile, of course. Um, but, you know, I'm looking to make amends, so if there is anything you need while we're out here, we've got some time to kill. You let us know. We'll be in here. Well, let me just tell you that amends, without you understanding, have already been half-made. That, uh, I have. that stunt you pulled. Pulling all the soldiers out from the port, having them search the whole island looking for the pirates. I it left so very few people on their salt ship out there. It's an easy target. 
you didn't carry out without us, did you? Of course. I give Nilarm a look. Gods be dumbed. How much did Easy you make? Easy, Mark. <laughs> well, it appears uh, Starbucks Dwarven ain't so good. He heard ten tons of salt, a hundred tons of salt, you know, because in Dwarven, you say, you, you know, you, you announce each zero at the end of the number, so, uh, Sucker just right. missed his numbers. Well, I was going to buy you a drink, Wilmington, but it seems like maybe you will always want. Mm-hmm. He rubs his jaw. You still beat the shit out of me. He rubs his chest, and I feel like I had many holes all the way through my body. Keep in mind, we can do that again. Wait, oh, no, no room. There's no need for that. You know, you know what old friends are like, Wilmington? Get disagreements about a girl or about some coins. Things come to blows. Can sit and have a drink together afterwards. Make up. That's just what it is to be to be men. Or, uh, you know, dwarves. He uh, shuffles around in his pockets and pulls out like a full bag of, of money. And so he just sets this down on your table with like a chlink. Listen here, lads. I'm going to buy something off of you. I'm going to buy... I'm going to buy your lives right now. <clears throat> this money here... This money is me showing you we don't have a problem. And I'm not going to come after you. This money is you saying you don't have a problem with me. We're going to go our separate ways. Water under the bridge. We're not going to have a problem. He points at Nilram. You're not going to threaten my life anymore. This money here buys all of our happiness and all of our silence on all of our things. Hmm? I take the bag and take a little look inside. That glitters with golden coins. Are we talking like hundreds? No, Dozens? bag can contain like up to 50. 50. Yeah. 50 gold. Okay. Up to 50, yeah. They close the bag and say, you know what, Wilmington? I ain't got any problem with you at all. Nice doing business with you. Good, I good. Know. You I'll run your shake. stuff. I run <clears throat> my stuff. We keep our business separate. Perfect. All right, well, you know, enjoy your night. He gives you a wave, heads back to the bar with his other companions, flops down, and uh, continues to drink. You can add 48 gold to your, your batch. He had already pulled out a few to pay for some drinks. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. I'll talk to the captain. Well, captain, who was 100 tons. Surely. Well, we gave him our word. Never mind. I changed my mind. Let's sleep in Dog's Lie now. I think we done good out of this. I thought we were going to have to pay him, not the other way around. No, it was good. Cheers. All right. Well, drinks are on Wilmington. And I'll go to the bar and, uh, you know, we'll get smashed. Okay. How are you guys just going to kill it in town for a few days? Yeah. I think so, yeah. All right. I'll play Knuckles with Archie. Invite him. See how oh my god, that's not a that's not a game I would want to play against <laughs> Archie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play that game Slaps when you were a kid in school? So it's like the same thing. Yeah. You have like to put your hands out like that, and you have to. I'll, I'll invite Archie if he's up for it. <laughs> How does one play Knuckles for our uninformed viewers? Uh, it's when you're drunk and you hold out your hand like this, and the other person uses their knuckles to hit your knuckles as hard as they can, and the first person to quit loses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible game to play with Archie. What are you doing? <laughs> we played it as kids, so, you know. 
Okay. Yeah. Your hand, dude. Did you have any friends that were like six foot six and built like a brick shit house? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys can play your knuckles here. Um, I want strength and con checks. Yeah. Strength checks for how hard you... So the person who hits makes a strength check. The person who is being hit makes the con check. Um, yeah. And the con check must outperform the strength check, else you you fail. No, no, no. Every every one above twenty one on the strength check should be a negative on the con check. It's the same but thing. The other person has to make. Okay, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, True. Wait, is Archie down to play? Did he? Yeah. Oh sure. Is Archie down That's to it. hit something? I don't know. Yeah. So Archie, give me a strength check. Your opening. No oh, dear. Absolutely. And oh. Sale, give me their con check. He's holding back. He's holding oh back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so Archie's like, wham, right into your fist and just like almost breaks. You know, the, the pain shoots all the way up your arm. You can't help but drop uh, to, your, to your forearm on the table. Your eyes are clearly oh watering. God. It's over in one round. Well, that was a short game. I'm going to cry a little bit in pain. I'll, I'll pet your head. Say Jesus, Archie! I, I knew you. I knew you were strong, but I didn't know you were like break my hand and would hit strong. Sail. So, I, I... <laughs> do you not remember when you just beat a dinosaur to death last week? I like hold up my drink and be like, "It's a good point. It's a good point." I might be drunk right now. <laughs> you might be. Are we in the noble tavern, the fancy one? Uh, no, this was just a regular old street tavern where that you wanted two that were next to each other. So here yeah, it is Low Dirty Dives. Cool. Um, great. And you guys can just kick it in town. Now, knowing you four characters, I feel like there is some sort of stay out of trouble role that needs to be made uh, yeah. because y'all tend to just get yourselves into trouble in some That's way, shape, or too. form. So can I get a, a wisdom willpower check from everyone in the party? See how well you can keep a low profile. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Mr. Well, natural he'd be, one. He'd be the uh, one. And Archie also fails. So <laughs> sale. I'll, I'll do what I was going to do if, you'll, uh, if you're cool with it. Oh, Norum gets up. He's going to mosey on over to the Noble Tavern. Um, yeah, can you get in? You arrive at the the fancy noble-looking tavern. The bouncer outside regards you coolly. Um, takes a look at your clothing. Tell me how you're dressed, Mister Mooton, because you you were at that Norm's storm in, like, a at pretty sea. decent robe, I would assume. Um, that's kind of what he wears. Is like the a nice, sadly orange robe because that's what his character has on. Um, but he also wears a very nice sombrero from right. the bard. But you were he... just in a storm yesterday, and then you spent all day today walking, like, you know, 20 oh, miles through the dust. Eh, maybe it was like a day or two ago, but day your clothes were, like, very recently wetted and only dried on you, so they're, like, wrinkled. And then you're also dusty from the road that you walked from, where you parked the ship back into town. No one was looking a little dusty. Yeah, so I think the, the bouncer looks you up and down and uh, points a thumb behind him and says servant's entrance is round back if you're here to make a delivery nilrim will uh pull a bag of coins off of his hip show 
it's glinting with just gold. 50. Ah, uh, if you're here to pay a debt, you can pay it around back. He says, holding firm about the classist uh, nature of this building. This reminds me so much of a couple of weeks ago when I was out in town with some friends and I couldn't get into a bar because I was wearing sweatpants. Really? <laughs> oh, buddy. And I, offered the, I, offered, I offered the guy like 50 bucks and he still sent me away. <laughs> Noah will pull out um he'll pull out five gold and he'll put it in the guy's hand and say, Please, sir, I'm very thirsty today. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, there is a well in town next to the fountain over yonder. How does magic missile how does it look to onlookers or okay. to uh you know is it like a big casting? It's verbal and somatic. Have and it's a one time casting time. One. So it's it should be pretty quick. fucking short. But it is yeah. still um, long enough that you can be interrupted, that there's opportunities for people to mess with you, especially when you're at like face-to-face range. If he understands yeah. that you're about to cast a spell, he could easily interrupt it. Um, we would just roll d10s. You'd roll a d10 plus one. He'd roll a d10 plus two. I would want a surprise two. check as well, right? There, he him? would have to know that you were casting a spell. Um, okay. But well, I think spell I casting is sort of... I rolled a one on my wisdom check. I feel like this is, you know... Nilrum just got jacked five gold, and this guy's really pissing him off, so... There you go. Initiative nine. Um, let me see. How likely, how likely is this guy to realize that someone might be casting a spell or think that maybe someone's trying to fake a spell right someone shows up some dirty looking guy in orange robes covered with dust and he's like starts acting like he's casting a spell it's probably just some kid dicking around on the other hand on the other hand there were some pirates here a month ago and they did cast spells right there were holes found in people's bodies that were magically oriented and there have been spell casting pirates around i don't know we're gonna leave this up to a die roll or whether or not he thinks takes your spellcasting seriously. He does not take your spellcasting seriously. Um, so you step back and you start like waving your hands and speaking the words, and he gives he gives you the, the plain dead eyes of like, yes, child, I, you're doing things, but I'm not really acknowledging your existence. Yeah. Ooh. And you poke three holes in his body. Well, I don't think it actually does holes of, like, blood. It's just force damage. So it should just be, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, you got punched really hard, I would I would assume. I but think, think they're, it, like, actual, like, darts. Actual. Like, not, well, okay. maybe not physical darts, but, like, they are... It is force magic. It rips into yeah. your body. Okay. Uh, and so he, like, falls backwards against the banister and slumps down, blood leaking from his mouth as he, like, <coughs> cops up his last few breaths and then lays still. Normal. Take his gold and walk inside. You know you've only got a few minutes in here until someone notices. It's the Noble Tavern, so there's a lot less foot traffic coming in. Maybe you got 10 minutes. Maybe you got like an hour. Maybe it's only two minutes, but some at some point, someone's going to see the dead guy outside. Yeah, that's but you fine. you come in. No one didn't do it. Yeah, it's a nice tavern. Everyone is like wearing really good clothes. People are in like um, tuxedos or ball gowns. They've got like the ladies have nice white gloves on with lace around the, fr- the collar, or not collar, the... Um, the, the entry point of the glove, whatever it's called. 
Um, a bartender walks over with a, a silver platter in one hand and a couple drinks on it. Gives you a an up and down look, but you're in here, so you must belong. Uh, what can I get you for you, my lord? Uh, one of your uh, stouts, please. Dwarven, preferably. Of course, sir. And where's uh, your bathroom? Uh, he whirls and points to the far end of the bar. There's like a little door over there. Cool. Um, basically, what Noah's planning on doing is uh, he knows that this is probably going to end poorly. Um, so he's going to drink his drink. Then he's going to go to the bathroom and he's going to cast Rope Trick. And he's just going to go up in there for a little bit. <laughs> bathroom is small. Right, it's like an outhouse at a. It's like a non-handicap accessible outhouse that you might find. So it's yeah. really just got room to step in, and like there's a little toilet. It drops down to the the lower floor below. Um, you know, there's a bit of a stench coming up from it, and there's not much room in here. So you can cast rope trick, but you'd be directly above the toilet. So if anyone sits and looks up, they would look up into your portable. And hole. they actually see into the portable hole. I think it's a two-way it. direction. I, I don't think there is a... Is there a closing? Maybe. Well, I just didn't think people could like look up and see it. Because then yeah, it there's kind a of becomes... Window. The rope can be taken to the extra mental space. If you're the eight persons have climbed in it. Otherwise, it simply hangs in the air. Spells can not be cast across it. Those in the extra-dimensional space can see out as if there was a 3x5 window centered on the rope. Ooh, is it a one-way That makes it seem portal? like it's a one-way, right? Those inside... Because otherwise, it's, you know. Hmm. I do believe it is a one-way viewing portal. Okay. Cool. That's what we're going to do then. Yeah. So you will finish his drink. He'll put, you know, gold on the table and um, go to the bathroom. Yeah. He'll wait. Does he hear any ruckus, commotion? Wait like five minutes and then he'll cast it if he doesn't hear anything. You're in the bathroom. Five minutes passes. Nothing goes down. I go up. You go up in the rope trick. Uh, maybe like 15 minutes later, there comes like a, a knocking at the door. Uh, I would have left the door open, so I wouldn't have locked it behind me, if that okay. makes sense. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. But there's a knock. So somebody can just come in. Yeah. And a knock. And a third knock. And then the door opens, and someone looks around, and a... Uh... A middle-aged woman of fancy quality strides into the room, and uh, one of her friends comes in to help her, like, undo the extensive uh, bindings that, like, hold her dress on. And then the friend steps out for a moment. Keys. The woman... Oh, sorry, not keys. Um, rings. Does she have noble pieces of jewelry on her? Oh, yeah. She's um... got these, like, fancy uh, earrings that dangle down. She's got, like, a couple of rings on each finger. She's got a little... Um, like a hairpin that seems to be made out of gold or some sort of brass that has like a, a monkey's face on it and two little gemstones for eyes. She's got all sorts of fancy gear on her. Okay. Hear me out. Do I think that I could unenlarge someone by 50% and would they fit down the poop hole or no? <laughs> If you reduce someone by 50%, it would be an easy task to shove them down the poop hole, down (laughs) a full floor, down into the, the, um, the latrine area dug into the ground. It's maybe like a 15 foot drop ish, maybe more into a a pile of poo. No one's going to notice the smell either. That's great. 
Okay. Now, I need to know. I will be able to go back in my portable hole, correct? Oh, it stays, yeah. Okay, no rim. This is quick, because enlarge is a casting time of you one second. You can't cast spells no one... across the distance, though. That's you correct. have to be he outside. Can, he can, like, um, you should be able to reach out, right? You want to reach out and touch her? Yeah. So, here's the thing. You <laughs> need to be... This, yeah. You need to cast... To cast the spell... <clears throat> It can't be cast across the extra-dimensional space. So, so no one would need his head out. At the very... Hmm. The magic flows through your whole body. You are the instrument of magic. I think you must be fully outside, probably, to get this across. Okay. The magic comes... You know, it boils in your blood. You are a, a semi-magical being. You need to be on the outside. No one pulls it as, now, I rolled a one. Points, and Nilrim is just crazy, okay? I'm sorry. This should be fine. Nilrim jumps out with a dagger in his hand, and he puts it immediately to the lady's throat. He should know exactly where she is because he sees her. Yeah, you're looking hand, at her. And he puts uh, hand over as well, her mouth. There's two of them though, right? No, no, no. The one, one helps. Out. There's right, not enough room left. in okay. here to for yeah. both people to coexist, but they helped with the, the fastenings. Yep. So you're going to drop out of the portable hole, like onto her while she's sitting. Yeah. And like cover hand the mouth, mouth with dagger to the throat. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to need from you what someone that's not Mr. Mooton, tell me what he needs to do. What sort of check is appropriate to, to get into this position seamlessly? Archie, Sale, what do you think? <laughs> Intelligence. <laughs> yeah, you need to yes, take the terrible. You guys are the worst. I would say, what do you think? Int, int Dex, both? Um, I say an, an attack roll with surprise and back attack. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Best, Give me an so. attack roll. Her AC is normally ten under the conditions of surprise, and you're dropping down on her. Um, you'll have a plus four to hit. Uh, so roll me a six or better. Um, He's gonna be as using the bard's roll. dagger. It is his lucky weapon. Oh, that is exactly <laughs> the number you needed. Exactly the number. Eight. You... He's a level five wizard. He must have fucker. Uh, he drops down onto her. It doesn't matter for right now. We'll worry about it later. I haven't updated it. You land on the, the woman, like, straddling her as she straddles the seat. Your left hand over her mouth. Your right hand, a dagger to her throat. Her eyes go wide. She tries to allow her to scream, but you can, like, push her back yeah. against the wall and uh, muffle I'm gonna the whisper. sound. If you don't want to die, take off your jewelry, take off your gems, put them next to the privy, and everything will be okay. She immediately complies. Uh, there's a bit of like shrieking and a little bit of a struggle, but then the, the hands go to the earrings and they, she just like drops them to the ground. Um, she strips off the, the gloves very quickly, throw, drops them to the ground, pulls out the, the hairpin, drops it to the ground. Her eyes are wide with fear and terror. Nilrim will uh, whisper to her, don't tell my captain, but I broke a promise and he'll slit her throat, reduce her size and send her down the privy. Oh, right. Um, we're going to roll her HP over here. A fancy noble lady who has uh, never really done a day of work in her life. She'd only have D6 hit points. Okay. She's only got two. Is this a plus one? No, this is a regular dagger. Thankfully, it's a regular dagger. I would argue that I think that it's compromising enough that I thought this would be an insta-kill. It's probably... Um, with two HP, it's probably not going to... There's a, 
Because he has her fully complying. It's to the throat. Yeah, no, there's a, a ruling in here. When you have your opponent covered... I might get pluses because I'm level 5 wizard. I didn't know that wizards got that. Can we check, Nick? You got plus one. Oh, I think it's well, plus one to hit and damage? No, just to hit. Oh. I think if you're covering with melee, it's plus two to hit and crit on 16. I think you gave us it in hand there. Oh, that sounds mm. super... Yeah. As with bows and crossbows. Da -da 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 -da. Covering character automatically wins initiative against her target and attack in the very fast phase, or doesn't matter. You get a plus two hit and the crit drops to 16. So make me an attack roll at plus two on top of your normal bonuses and you crit on 16s or higher if you clear by five. So a regular... Oh. Um, yeah. So you, you say these things and she tries to like shove you off of her. Her three, hold on, three... Four, five, six. You're going to do the one damage because you get the, the two for cover yeah. um, and her AC is super low at the moment. So you will still still do the damage, but the, the dagger goes across her throat just as her hand pushes against the blade and you end up slicing her throat a little bit and her hands yeah. a whole lot bit. Uh, initiative? And yeah, we can roll initiative, but there will be a blood-curdling scream that comes out in the process. There's no chance to get her before that. Yeah, because it's you know that she pushes against you, and it and it's still. Uh, ah. That's okay. okay. The door's, the door's locked. locked. The door's locked. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. She gets a ten. You get a, <sighs> yeah. a six. six, and I don't think you cannot. I mean, you'd have to roll really badly again. Yeah, she's done. She's done. Um, the jewelry's on the floor. Very quickly, tap, 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 comes across the room and a, a knock at the, the bathroom door. Milady, are you okay? <clears throat> Milady? Milady? Nailroom will do... <laughs> Lady Seltzer, are you okay? Yes, hold on. Nailroom will do his best. You've got to do You've got to do He'll do his best female voice. Moon's got to do his best female voice. I will. Yep. He'll say, Spider! Um, and then he will cast... Uh, Reduce? On her? Mm hmm. She Which was slips three into the toilet. Legs he will folding grab backwards. The gems, put him in his bag and up the rope trick. Or he'll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just go. I'm trying to think if he would unlock the door and then go up the rope trick. No, I don't think he would. Yeah, he's just going to go up the rope trick and hope that we have time. So we'll yeah. see. Very soon, um, the pounding on the door becomes a little more forceful and some muffled words from outside, and soon the door opens. The bartender must have brought the spare key yeah. or, you know, found some way to unlock the, the latch. And stepping into the room <clears throat> as a tall, handsome man with dainty fingers and elegant shoes, and he looks all around. Lady Seltzer is nowhere to be found. There are gasps. Someone goes to the window and throws it open. There's like a little tiny you know, window up high to kind of help vent things and pokes his head out there, whirls back to the other people. Um, the whole bar is up in commotion. So this woman has come in here and gone missing. And then there's another scream from outside. Someone's found the body. Across town. At the other tavern. Sure, the it's other... nice to just be relaxing. Remember, no we, we all pass our charisma checks before all gets started. Mm-hmm. Archie, yeah. at some point in the five days, you are also going to fail to keep your cool. I don't know if that's tonight or another night, but it's going to happen. Uh, what is going down at the bar after Nilram leaves? 
I feel like me and Sale are just we, we were we were drunk as fuck. We we're playing Knuckles, and um, <laughs> I, I think maybe Archie just after Sale hurt his hand really badly. He said very loudly, like that's why they call me the Crimson Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I think I spit a bit in my drink. I'm like leaning back on my chair. I spit like full forward on the chair, like look at him wide eyed and then like look around the bar. Eyes have turned to the group. Many people are staring in your direction. That is not funny, Barchi. Absolutely not funny at all. Ah, sit down, you fool, you're drunk. Where's no room? Um, you notice that one of the the customers or a group of customers like kind of nod in your direction and nudge each other and whisper for a moment and then get up leaving their half finished pints on the table and oh, leave the fuck, bar. There we go. I give I give Archie a disapproving look and neck my pint and stand up and follow the guy out like a few minutes. I like minutes how you finish the pint first. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like twenty seconds after. If I can take a different exit out of the pub, I will. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me a con check to see if you can neck it quickly or if it's sort of like foams in your mouth and takes a moment. Oh, oh I drink yeah, it. yeah. You do it. You can yeah. you can get it down in one gulp, but it's sort of like a, a gulp, 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 gulp. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, God. Well, no, 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 but nobody finishes pints like he does. Captain John Winters, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll like start clapping and then remember we're still in the Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain strides out, leaving the two of you in here for a moment. And there are some other glances and looks. And you can see, like, another group of people on that far side are, like, pantomiming, punching now and looking at you guys. There's definitely some suspicion being thrown your way. Notably, Lord Wilmington and his group have not turned to look at you at all, and they're paying no attention to you whatsoever. <laughs> Archie still has no idea that he did anything wrong at this moment. He's drunk as fuck and stupid as fuck. Dale? Uh... I will watch Captain Winners leave, and I'll turn to Archie and I'll say, uh, should, should we go with him? Uh, I, I go wherever John goes. Let's, let's follow him along. <laughs> hey, don't forget your drink, Archie. <laughs> Archie will finish his drink. Give me a con check, Archie. Uh, easy. Not even, yeah, so good. Yeah, uh, you down it. The two of you walk outside. Captain Winters is going after the this couple of the guy, couple yeah. of blokes who who left oh, the bar. Oh, it's a couple of guys. It's a pair, yeah. Okay. Um, and they're walking through the streets. They're headed for well, at least in the direction of the the dock. If not the dock itself, then you know, in, in that general way. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I moved to catch up with them. I'll give them a check to see if they notice you oh yeah one of these guys has 17 perception he's amazing Holy and he shit. rolls an 18 on the die he what the fuck? <laughs> they throw someone happens to throw a look behind them and there you are and the two of them break into a run all right wait wait how busy is the streets are we looking here it's late in a small town so not very busy at all so right now it's just us on the streets here I mean, when you do the quick glance around after drinking, you don't see anyone. There might yeah. be someone, but it's not a busy street. All right. 
I'd take out a dagger and throw it in his back. One of them, and I'm going to sprint after the other one. <laughs> Give me a roll to hit. Back attack? Back attack, but medium range, so we'll call it uh, a wash. Any surprise? No, they saw you and they're trying to run. No surprise. 16. 16 will do it. You strike the, the random worker in the back. The able-bodied person with 5 HP. He'll take the dagger and the shoulder blade, stumble forward. His friend, does his friend stop and help him out or does his friend abandon him? Oh, the friend abandons him and leaves him for dead in the dirt and runs ahead. Shit. The guy that took the um, dagger as, hits the ground, rolls over onto his back and starts like backpedaling away at, yeah, with yeah. one arm in his feet. Him. I run past him. I'm sprinting after the other guy. The other guy's sprinting away. Archie and Sale, what I'm are hoping, you guys doing? Yeah, maybe they can deal with that guy. Did, did we see which way the captain um, went? Oh yeah, he's right there. He just threw a dagger at somebody by the time you guys get out the room. Uh, and the person rolls oh, wow. over and still got the dagger in his back and the captain's running right past him. Yeah, I'll... Uh... I'll follow the captain. I'm not really sure what he's doing, mm-hmm. but I assume he's attacking someone, so I'll also try to attack them. What do you do about the guy who had been attacked, but the captain left behind, and who's like cowering who away from you? Yeah. Is he worthy uh, of your attention? I, I think so. No. Uh, let me think. Uh, Archie slows to a stop next to him. It sounds like. Sail. Would I? Would I kill a man down? I don't know. I'll look. I'll look at the captain. It, he's, he's his back is to you. Yeah. Oh, the guy's totally not a threat. I'm sprinting after the other guy. Mm-hmm. What do we oh, do, Archie? Right. Should we kill him? No, no, please don't kill me. He says. It's it's there's Barchi to you, first of all. <laughs> That's right, Barchi. You're right. <clears throat> Sorry. I'll be good. I swear. Please. You've, I have a family. You've already been naughty. Uh, I have three daughters. Uh, I'm their only means of support. This <laughs> now change. they'll have no support. <laughs> <laughs> Unless. Yes? Anything? Arch. Money? I, I have money. He digs his hand into his pocket and like drops like seven silver coins on the ground next to him. Ah, oh, I like money. I'll bend down and pick it up. All right. What do you, what, what do you want to do with them, though? <laughs> How is seven copper? Seven silver? Is that enough to save his life? I'll take it in my hand and count it out. Don't we have like? This is like. I have more in my house. I have more money. We give this to Bobby, maybe. It's not. It's not. It's not really relevant to us, is it? No, I don't think so. What would the um, captain do? Oh, the captain would chase the other guy. Shit. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you guys your attention moves to the other guy and you start like moving in that direction, this guy managed to get to his feet and bolts. Captain, you're running after this All other right. person. Give I'm me sprinting after him. Yeah. Give me an opposed strength check to see who can out sprint the other. You well, roll a twenty nine. I'm sorry, what is this guy's stats? He, oh right, no. Okay, yeah. sorry. I thought he had an eighteen strength. No, he keeps rolling eighteen. Yeah. No, uh, this guy is running like the the wings of Hermes are upon him. Alright, but if I can't catch him, I'm gonna take another I'm gonna try and throw my second dagger at him. Yeah. You go have ahead. a blow dart. Twenty-five. So you run but you clearly get the impression that he's uh gaining on you. You can throw your dagger, but he's at long range now. You can do it. I believe in you. 
I can do it. So what am I talking here? It's still back attack. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be at minus three total. Plus your other crap. All right, so I have minus three on this. I'm just rolling it mm -hmm. uh, normally. Nice. AC 10, you'll score an 18. You'll hit him square in the back with a dagger. He has seven oh. hit points. Three you'll damage. do three damage. This guy's not a fighter. He's not meant for combat. When you get hit with a dagger in your back, you typically stumble forward at least a little bit. His run slows. He's not a combat character. He like ends up turning around to face you. Um, maybe the dagger falls out. Maybe it doesn't. 50-50, high it falls out. Uh, the dagger's fallen out of his back, landed on the ground next to him. Uh, he puts his hands, one hand in the air, the other hand sort of like as high as he can get it without hurting himself too badly as he uh, backs like, away from I like you. Rugby tackle him to the ground. He goes down like a sack of potatoes. I'm so sorry. Don't do it. Please, to, please. I, I, go to reach my, I go to reach my dagger, realizing that both of them are in the box of these fuckers. I run a small um, business. Don't do it. I what are you gonna do? You talking to the guards? I was, I was, yes, I was gonna tell the guards, but I won't now. I swear. Let me live. You say you run a business. Take me there now. Okay. Okay. I grab um, my dagger off the ground and hold mm -hmm. it to his back. Yeah. I look can... over my shoulder and hope, hope to see not a guy with a dagger on his back lying in the middle of the street. I you don't see that. It. Okay, it's not great. there. I Definitely. Sailor Archer walking towards you. Yeah. Um, oh, they're walking towards it. Yeah, yeah. Or jogging towards you. Very quickly, this guy will bring you to his uh, little workshop. And what does this guy do for a living? Let's take a look at Please our be job list. list. Um, We're taking him home. Somebody yeah. roll me a D73. I feel good about this, Nick. Can right, I roll, roll it? it? Yeah, go on. Some of these things I'll, we'll have it. to re-roll because they won't apply, but D73. I got a one. No, the one is the header entry. That just says job. Um, job is not serious? a job. You got to roll <laughs> me a different D71. D73, I mean. 17. This man is a stonemason here in That's town. Good. Yes. Um, he will bring you to his his uh, workshop. Um this is not a like a bricklayer stonemason. This is more of someone who is taking the time to like take a block of stone and turn it into something that you would add, like maybe the end of a banister, maybe like a little statue of a lion. One of these sorts of stonemasons, a carver, one could say. Um, and he will bring you to the shop. And it's Archie and Sale with me. He'll catch up with you. Yeah. Guys, what happened to the other guy? He paid us money and he it ran off. Funny. Where did he go? Oh, fucking To get know. more money from his house, I think. Oh. You didn't follow him? Well, we're gonna follow you. We we asked, what would the captain do? And you were chasing the other guy, so... I look to the guy. Where does he live? Oh, the, the other guy that you've got, the stonemason? Yeah. That's, uh... That's, that's Brandon, he's my brother. Where does he live? At his house. It's on the other side yeah. of town from here. Where's his fucking house? The other side of town from here. We're like as far away as possible from it almost. That All right. sounds likely. <laughs> Empty the gold now. Uh, he jingles with some keys at his side, opens the door, stumbles in, you know, wincing from the pain. He'll bring you around to the counter where he pulls out a lockbox, opens it up. He'll empty 
the the lockbox into a nearby bag. Silver, gold, pile out, a little bit of copper as well. You know, it's time to count it now. I take it. Mm -hmm. And all right, we'll go and see your brother. Let's go. Mm -hmm. You guys exit, leaving the door unlocked. Uh, Cross town you go. Okay, uh, so. Just keep in mind, Norm is kind of looking for a mm-hmm. escape as well. Yeah. Yeah. So these two d sixes that you've seen me roll here are coordinates. Assuming that the town is on like um, a grid that is six wide by six tall, the first yeah. one is Nilrum's place. So you're at coordinates three four on the town. The five okay. one is where the stonemason is. The one four is where the other guy mm. is. So we're gonna have to move. We're not gonna cross the path. Yeah of the stone mace of the the tavern to get to the other guy's house i don't think um, no three four is okay. kind of close by though to the one four though mm-hmm. it is a little bit close it's a few blocks away um you can get to the the other guy's house the brother's right. house jason we knock house. on the door it's very quiet and then a moment later a light inside the house goes out Light. <laughs> is the door not open Mm-mm. Can we get Archie? Hold this guy. I uh, I pick the lock. Takes D ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, that's fine. I'll kind of make sure that the back door is covered. Mm-hmm. I pass the roll. Give me D ten. Three Ooh. minutes. Not a problem. Uh, the door opens up, and there, in the one room of this one room house is the man bleeding. His wife has got a bandage held to his side. He stands in front of his family. Indeed, he does have three daughters that he tries to guard with his arms. All right, I throw the guy that I've had at knife point to the ground and I turn to Archie and say, make sure no one gets out of that door. Sail, guard the windows. I guard the door. I guard the windows. Mm-hmm. It seems there's been a little bit of a misunderstanding here, guys. You seem like a nice family here. I hate to cause any more trouble no misunderstanding no no i think i think we understand exactly what's going on very cleanly very well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you know who we are right no no okay. no 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 i got drunk and i fell on my my steak knife bad day but you know what we're capable of Great. last time we let listen last time we were here the guards were looking for us they didn't God, find them. us it really is them and we're back here now so you can go and talk to the guards. They're not going to find us. All that's going to happen is I'm going to come back to this house, and next time I'm going to kill both you and your brother and your pretty wife and these three little pretty girls you've got here. No, no one wants that. I don't need to get my hands dirty with that. So we all understand each other, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. He said he has money, John. He's, he has money. The wife speaks no, up. We've been saving. We can't, you can't take it. We need it. Keep your gold. We have enough from the other one. Just keep your mouth shut. If I hear, if this comes back to bite me in the ass, I swear to Christ, I'll kill all of you. The the wife and the brother look to the guy who's on the ground. He says, you, you didn't, you gave him everything? The guy on the ground mutters like, what was I going to do? How much did they even get? Yeah, I'll take this moment to look in the bag. Ah, yes. There is 150 gold, uh, 80 silver, and 33 copper. All right, I'll, I, I scoop, like, a handful of coins getting mostly silver. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like to throw it onto the floor in front of them. So you don't starve. That's rather magnanimous of you, considering the circumstances. I know, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. I d- I'm, listen, I had no choice. No, no, you can leave them. <laughs> uh, All right. The family cowers. They've okay, yeah. Yeah, you leave. did it. They're scared I, uh, how much gold did I get that Neil? 150 gold? 150 gold. Uh, well, let's say you lost 10, so 140 gold. And there was 80 silver, so we'll call it 60 silver now. And then okay. um, 33 copper. Okay. So back on the other side of town, in the toilet. Well, nearby. Right, pretty, yeah, kind of close. Pretty close. Um, Nilrum is in his magic box above the bathroom and calls have been made you know shrieks go out and very soon guards arrive the sheriff of the town even arrives and at no point during this is there like a moment's peace where you could pop out of the the thing right there's always someone right around the bathroom or you know you think maybe they've gone for a moment but then you can see a foot nearby or a shadow cast by a moving torch um you're pretty much trapped in here I have an hour and 15 minutes left, probably. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is quite a funny situation you're in. It's an unlucky one. <laughs> Why would you do this, dude? <laughs> he rolled a one. What, we, what am I supposed to do? It's commitment to the Play the, the character, play. man. Love it. Commitment. Uh, Love brilliant. it. Brilliant. I'm going to give the sheriff a, a quick check how good of an investigator he is. He rolls a natural four, but maybe he'll roll crazy high on his stats. Two plus four plus six is a, a 12 and four is a 16. That is not good enough. Not a good investigator. Um, he'll check the scene. He'll talk to the locals here. Everyone says she went in. Her friend confirms that she went and helped her untie her things and then she disappeared. Um, there Must is the, the question, like, did she fall through the toilet somehow like you know it's not designed for someone to fall through and especially when you've got like a big poofy dress on that like gets in the fucking way but maybe um and so someone will you know uh shine a lantern down into the poop pit below but she's reduced and she's reduced for what is it 25 minutes five rounds per level so yeah so 25 She's reduced minutes. for a long time and falling 15 feet into a pile of goo should, you know, submerge you in it, especially if you're like a, a small half-sized person. Yep. How tall was this woman? Let's. She was five feet tall and 109 pounds before you killed her and shrunk wow. her so she's two and a half feet tall and one eighth of 109 pounds so we'll call it allegedly like... killed her yeah like 15 pounds more or less yeah so this small yeah. person just like plopped deep into the poo goo and uh no with that perception check they don't see her there it's a mystery what has happened to this and the rumors quickly spread you can hear them from your position above the the poop hole um you can hear the people talking about the mysterious things that go on you know there's there's those pirates that have been seen around these parts they do have an unregistered wizard and a heretic cleric among them maybe it's the pirates and someone else is like no 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 how could they do that how could the pi-? well there's a dead guy outside and the sheriff 
Um, how's the investigation check on the dead guy? Oh, much better. The sheriff can confirm that the guy outside was killed with magic. Was killed with a magic missile spell. It's got to be the heretic and the 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 renegade wizard. How are the, how did they get in here? How did they come in? And that's when someone says, yeah, there was a weird guy in here. I served him. He had an orange cloak. He was dirty. He looks like he had come off the streets. Maybe maybe he killed the guard because he didn't look like he belonged. And pretty quickly, people pieced together that there was a stranger in this building. Um, but the woman's gone, right? She's not dead. She's vanished. Uh, and the conclusion they come to is that she must have been kidnapped. You know, she must have been teleported away or dimension doored out or put into a bag of holding and then who knows what. She's, she's not gone. here. She's not Shouldn't here. Shouldn't that be like, the room should be covered in blood, right? Where he caught her hand and throat of it. You're right, there have been- He failed his investigation check though. He did botch his investigation yeah. check and her hands were mostly bloodied and then mm. she was Classic gutted and she's got these- yeah, she's got a big poofy dress on, so I think most of the blood is on the dress. Yeah. If some of it has fallen off to the sides, it must have gotten missed in the dark in the night. Um... Thank you, though, Nick. It's all right. Yeah. I don't think it makes a difference just whether yeah, or not they yeah. think kidnapped or murdered. They think she's been kidnapped. Um, and quickly, the, that man that came in to check on her was revealed to be her husband, and oh. he starts talking about ransom to the sheriff. Um, what, what, what do pirates usually ask for ransom? I can pay it. I'm a noble. I have money. I, I can pay whatever the ransom is. I just, I need my, my seltzer back, please. Um, the, the sheriff shrugs and says, well, you know, ra ransoms come in at, at all sorts of things. It depends on the person, but for a, a woman, a noble woman, I can't imagine someone asking for less than 50,000 copper. Seems probably at least in the ballpark of where they would be asking. Um, the guy says that he will, you know, make the funds available, um, and he's gonna talk to the, he's gonna talk to the the uh, what do you call him the inquisitor down at the dock, and he's gonna ask the sheriff to spread any word, and he'll put word on ships that anyone who knows the lady bouts of Lady Seltzer or can return him, turn her to him, will be granted fifty thousand copper um, in repayment. In fact. Double it, a hundred thousand copper. I want her back. Um, and slowly, people will, you know, file out of the bar. Um, everyone goes home for the night. The bar closes for the day. The question is, how long does this all take? Does it take an hour and a half? Or does it take two hours? Or does it take half an hour? Yeah. The sheriff... The sheriff took 50 minutes to arrive and for the investigation Ooh. to happen. The investigation takes... Oh, um, the investigation only took 10 minutes. Five so that minutes. brings us to 60. <laughs> um, and then how long did it take for everyone to clear out of the bar? Um, let's just roll these random dice and find out what that means. Uh, eight and seven is 15. So an hour and 15 minutes. That's exactly what I needed probably. Holy shit. What is, what is the actual duration though? The actual duration is 20 per, uh, sorry, 20 minutes per, like, spell level. Mm-hmm. Um, Your spell level is... 140 minutes. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry, 100 minutes, Wait, an, that's hour 100, it's 100 an hour minutes, and 40. It's 100 minutes, an hour and 40. Yeah, yeah, she came in, like, 15 minutes later, and then oh, our right. whole thing happened. Yeah. 
So 50, so it's an hour and a half after the spell goes off that everyone leaves and the bar goes quiet. And you have 10 more minutes. Yep. And then... No, I have five minutes, yeah. But yeah. Five minutes, oh my god. It was close. No. I guess uh, if normal peek out, nobody's here. The door is shut. You haven't heard anyone on the other side <laughs> of the door for a while, but you did hear everyone shuffle out and go home. Um, are, there's a window, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, a small window, about yay big. It's just oh fuck! Actually, this doesn't matter. I have knock. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, normal, casually, just walk. He's casual about this. He doesn't care mm-hmm. that he just murdered a lady. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He just walks up to the front door, knocks it with his magical spell. Mm-hmm. It opens. Mm-hmm. He closes it behind him, and he wizard locks it. I love it. Um, And then, uh, yeah, he'll try to find uh, his homies. Great. So Uh, I think we've moved bars from the one that they announced our names in. So Nilra might not find us. But you do find. When we leave the house of the people that we threatened and robbed and stuff, I kind of awkwardly shuffle out as the last person and kind of wave at them and say, you have a lovely home. And Go. Uh, I turn around for two of them when we, get, yeah. when we get a few minutes away from the door I turn to tell actually listen guys there's not a lot of rules here you know mostly we can do what we want remind me again what was the one rule we had when we were in town keep your promises <laughs> true <laughs> right yeah what was the second rule <laughs> I mean I I'm drunk, Captain. You yeah, well, clearly. Yeah, well, the second rule was keep a low profile. Let's go and get it. You two don't need any more to drink. I could do with several, so let's go find a new tavern. Just one more? Just one more, yeah. Is no one able to find you. them? Um, I think it will take you a little bit longer to find them, Nilrum, because you head back to the bar that they were at before, and they're not there, and then I think you wander the town a little bit looking for them until you spot them in a bar, uh, like an hour or so later. If we see him wandering around in the street, we can grab him. Nilrum will walk up to the table, place his hands on it like that, he'll open his bag, and he'll just, like, dump out all of the ladies' shit onto the table and be like, I got you a nice haul, Captain. Did I ask? He shakes his head. You don't Fantastic. Want well, we've all had an interesting day. Go and get yourself a drink, Nilrum. At least you seem sober. And none. Um, um, are there no any more... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Noam will sit here, and he's going to do an appraisal check and, like, check what he got. Totally. Um... Ooh. The second appraisal check I've rolled on one. <clears throat> so I will take the stuff and put it in my pack. Uh, should I just write Lady Seltzer's jewelry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much are we weighing here? Um, so Nilrum will value this stuff. Uh, there is less than one pound. Um, Nilrum, okay. you will value this jewelry just incorrectly. Yeah. Um, the earrings you think could probably fetch um, 10 gold for the set. The rings you think can fetch maybe uh, three gold each, and there are four You're of them. Oh, uh, well, it's wrong, right? So it doesn't matter. 
Uh, well, this yeah, is what you'll sell it for, is essentially what, what I'm saying. This is what we're going to try and sell it for, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, so um, you'll get 22 okay. for that, and then the hairpin you will assess at uh, another three. So we'll call it 25 gold for the loot. Okay. Is your assessment Film of scratches his head. That was a noble lady. This should be worth way more, but I guess this is what it is. I mean, I don't have appraisal, but I am a thief. Can I see that that sounds ridiculous or not? Usually when we sell this stuff, we give it to Lady Nightingale anyways. Mm -hmm. And she gets it appraised on her own, but this is kind That's of what we true. think it's worth. I'll, can I make an unproficient appraisal check? Well, and... Milram is the expert in the field, right? So it's like me coming up to you and you being like, hey, you know, uh, this biotech, this tech, this stock is a piece of shit. And I'm like, really? I, I invest in stocks a little bit. It looks pretty good to me. And you're like, no, 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 no. This is a piece of shit. The company's going to fail. Trust me. And I'm like, all right. Okay. You know, he, right, he's right. the expert. You've got no reason to second guess him. Okay. Well, you know, we've made some money. It's enough to pay for the fucking copper wire. Um, hopefully we can drink the remainder of the four days away before we have to kill some more innocent people. Uh, no one's innocent, Captain. Oh, you are full of wishful thinking tonight, Captain. Certainly am, yeah. I just want a bit of peace and quiet, so... Sorry, uh, <laughs> Dara. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Captain Flinters? Wait, what was your secret name? Oh, one thing I did hear, Captain, after I threw the lady down the privy, her husband was offering... Wait, what? Well, that's what? A, a story for another time. Her husband was offering, uh, I think it was 10,000 copper for her return. I lean to sail and I say, I think that's a, I think that's a euphemism. No, 100,000 copper. That's a lot of copper. But uh, unless you've learned to resurrect people... Well, I'll point to the ring... It's a signet ring where they assume their family symbol. We could send them this as proof that we have her. Tell them to bring the ransom somewhere? Tell them to bring the ransom in a boat somewhere. Then, we lightning bolt the boat. Take the money and run. Take the money and run, or take the boat. Alright, we need to organize this for the... Just after we rob from the glass, Smith, and right? Run. Yeah. Okay, let's write a letter, so... The second I, you wrote tonight, Captain. Yeah, I write a letter with my left hand, like a ransom note, essentially, and I'm gonna say to wait, Captain. Us. My writing's really bad. Do you want me to write the note? Yeah. Okay. Go on. You write it. Um, looking at the map. One, two, three, four, five. Six. I'm gonna say, meet us at sunrise to the east of the most eastern salt flat. If you want to see your wife again. If you want to see your wife again. Bring four the gold. From now, is it? Yeah, four days. So I, mean, I organize it so it's like this. So we'll, we'll go at night, yeah. heist the glass place, then we'll walk east across the Slald Flats where the ship is. And hopefully that's where that guy will be. And we we'll may explain... bring the guards, so we need to be ready to fight them. No, no, no. We explain. If you bring the guards, we'll know. We have people on the inside. Yeah. Your wife will be killed. So... This is a great idea that you guys have that you're working on. Yeah. Um, but if the pirates out here get a reputation for not returning hostages, yeah. and this is probably the one in time that you can do this. Or maybe you can do it once or twice or three times, but if you get the reputation for return, uh, you know, failing to ransom people back, then people probably won't trust you to ransom them. 
That would be if people knew that we were ransoming. But the goal yeah, here is for dead. him to tell mm. no one, and he's going to die as well. Ah. Normally, I would agree. Okay. But I okay. Th think that he's not going to tell anybody, because if he does... Gotcha. You know, we'll see. Plus, 1,000 gold is a lot of gold. Also, he knows that we're super powerful anyways, due to the fact of his wife literally just went missing, vanished, gone. Mm -hmm. So I think okay. he would assume that they, it's reasonable. They might have people on the inside. Okay. All right. So, um... Yeah, basically, meet us to the east of the most eastern salt flats at sunrise in four days' time. Don't bring any guards. We'll know. We have men on you the You may inside. bring your own personal... You may bring two of your personal guards who you trust. Bring the ransom in capital letters. I say to sale. Tell him 200,000 copper. He really would miss his wife. Right, I laugh. yeah. Alright, um, you write we'll the ransom letter. And how do you prove that you have the wife? Do you leave well, something? Uh, her signet ring. Mm, you leave one of her rings in there. Nice. Yep. Nice. And how, how do you do know where to him? deliver this? Yeah. Is Waterford still not the uh What's his name? The dwarf. Lord Wilmington. He might not bar, but even if you walk around the noble district... You should be able to tell, like, which noble house is which. Mm -hmm. I would assume that the signet is pretty prevalent. Mm. So, I'll say, Captain, walk around the noble district. You'll be able to find it easily and just leave it at the fence, you know? They'll see it. They're going to be looking out for this. Yeah, all right. I'll go. I think my disguise is the best, so I'll go take a look. Archie's done, uh, sales done a, an image of what it looks like. <laughs> I'll give you a wink and I'll be like, I'll keep him in line, Captain. Is there an image of what it looks like? Where is this? I I didn't get all the words because it was hard to keep track, but I tried to like... You know, he writes slow. He's not just lines. Wait, where is it, though? It's, in, it's in, the, in the Discord. <laughs> At 200,000 copper. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Great. Okay. I take, a, I take a look at the note. I fold it up and put it in a pocket and um, fix my disguise and head out. To the we include that he can bring two of his bodyguards. Um, he shouldn't tell people. And no, uh, this is what's written down. Well, we need to write more then because we need to make it ironclad. All right, I draw a little square on the corner and then write it in proper writing to finish off the note. You know. Um, her signet ring is that of um, a, a whale, a humpback whale. And sure enough, looking around for a place, heading into the, the fancier noble district of town, you can see a house with many lights on inside, two guards posted out front, um, looking super suspicious and alert. Um, and then the house Wait. has like a, an archway over it that ha has like a... The, the iconography of a dolphin. So it's not quite the same whale, but like this does maybe look like a, a house that's just had the owner or the, the wife kidnapped from. Captain, yeah. before March. the captain left, I would have offered him this advice. Um, if you see a homeless person nearby, give it to them, give them up like a gold and tell them just to deliver it to the house. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Do I see any homeless people nearby? You can eventually come around and find a, a little uh, a street orphan who is mm. like you know just a 
a regular little kid whose family's probably all dead and they've got nothing to go on and is normally sleeping in an alleyway, but they see someone like you walking around late at night and they walk up to you and hold their cap out with big, sad eyes. We normally yeah. ignore this sort of stuff because it happens on like a daily basis in these towns. Yeah. But uh, it's around. Hey, kid. You want to win some silver? Yes, sir. Please, right. sir. I give him two silver coins. And say, uh, take this letter and post it in that house over there with the dolphins. He enthusiastically bobs his head up and down, waits wait, for wait, wait. and wait ten minutes. And then what? Right. And then take the take the letter oh, right, right. to the guys outside the house, yeah? Okay. He right. waits, you leave, and you yeah, can assume the letter's been to make sure, because I I watch him from an alleyway or something. I want to make sure he doesn't just steal a ring. Oh, yeah, no, he's not. He, the letter's folded. He doesn't look inside of it. He just clutches it in his hand and, like, stares up at the, the sky for a little while. And then after amount of time has passed, probably not 10 minutes, the kid's a little excitable, yeah. um, he races over and hands the letter to the people at the door. They grab him roughly, shuffle him about, ask him questions. They, like, rough up the little orphan a little bit. They take his money. Um, and then they oh, kick him up. out into the streets. That is fucked up. Can I, um... I, I watch this go down. I yeah. wait for the kid. Yeah, you can see him dejectedly walking in a different direction. Psst, you know, kid. Psst, kid. He sees you and hurries over after making a block or so from the, the building. Fucking gods. I, uh, I reach into the pocket and give him two gold. His eyes glitter as the gold falls Shh. into his hand. Thank Get something you, to eat. Yes, sir. And he bolts this time with the gold in his hands. Never yeah. going to make that mistake again, he says to himself. All right, I head back to our tavern, realizing that we've not got a place to sleep. Well, these tavern, uh, you can find an inn in town that will accept okay. late night visitors. And cool. with our undercover roles made and the consequences followed, you guys can keep a low profile in town for the next few days. I'm getting yeah, my spells um, back? Mm-hmm. You can get your spells back. The sheriff will patrol the town with some guards, and they will come by the uh, inn that you're staying at and ask to speak to, you know, the people who are around <clears throat> or, you know, who, who has shown up. The innkeeper will mention, you know, the population that's here, um, but you guys can keep a low enough profile with the dice rolls the sheriff has made that when they come to talk to you, it's it's sort of missed um mm. you're either not there or they chat with you and they they don't get the impression that you are the rogues that uh, they're looking for you know this guy can't be a pirate look at him he's you know how could this person teleport the a woman away he's passed out on the counter or you know on the, on the sofa all day long there's no way a you know a, a real renegade could be like this no no our foes are are very powerful, intelligent, strong men. Maybe that guy over there with the, you know, the big muscles could be them, but look at the rest of these layabouts. Definitely not qualified to be pirates. Um, that sort of underestimating of their opponents. Um, Idiots. And days later, you have... We get our rods. Yeah. Yeah. You just pay for the rods and go? No, absolutely No, we were not. meant to do it at night. Yeah, it's nighttime. Yeah. And the not rods are happening before the payment, um, before yes. the ransom. Yes, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna heist this, and then we're walking straight to the eastern salt flats. And then we're meeting them in the sunrise at the eastern salt flats. Okay. Yeah. 
Well then, one night, you head back to the foundry. Party together, all their spells ready. Sure. Yeah. We get spells ready, lots. Yeah, I just redid mine. Not that I imagine this should be much trouble. Yeah. I'm taking two knocks, uh, one rope trick, four magic missiles, and an enlarge. Mm. Also be taking no ship in a bottle and repel water. Um, can I take the lightning bolt, actually? Yeah, you can memorize lightning bolt. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to cast repel water on John Winter's hat. Oh, perfect. I'm not wearing the hat while we're in disguise, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry. You know it's what, actually? Uh, well, no. It's been a hot minute since we've had a break. Why don't we do a break sure. here and come back on the other side? And we might run a little bit over on time, but I hope that's okay with everyone. I'm okay doing it. We yep. will yep. see you guys soon with a little bit more Tides of Death. Bye-bye. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party is heading to the easternmost salt flat. No, is heading to the foundry late one night. Well, after... Yeah. The normal people have gone to bed. Sure, there's drunkards out in taverns, just like you were a few nights ago. Sure, there's random little boys running around the streets begging for change. Yeah, of course, there's that, you know, dwarf drunk in the alleyway. Yeah. The most um, As we approach, I want to... Shit, did I ever get my older dagger back? No. Was this still like... Gone. I, okay, my, one, my one remaining dagger, I'm going to, like, hide it up the, like, the left sleeve of my, uh, of my jacket. Mm-hmm. You approach the foundry, the lights are on, the front gate is shut, but the side, the little normal door on the side is open. It's got one of those, like, rolling down style, uh, like, things that can shut the front of the long foundry. They need it open for airflow and for, like, large objects to get out, but you shut it at night or when not in use. Yeah. Um, but you can see right, well. the light on next to the door, and inside is the man hard at work, um, jotting down notes in a ledger kind of looking out the window from time to time, but it's light on inside and the glass windows, the inside's illuminated, the outside is hard to see. You can notice when he like comes to the window to look out um, and you can yeah. observe him in the meantime. All right, I, uh, the door, is the door open or closed? The side door is closed. All right, I'd let, uh, we've not mentioned him. I assume he was still at the tavern, but I'd let Seymour off my shoulder and put him down on the floor next to me. And I uh, knock on the, knock on the door. And, and I start. To the door. I want to get a bag of forty gold ready. Mm -hmm. He right. opens the door and tries to wave you guys in. All right, yeah, I come in. Mm -hmm. Right, well, yeah, is the stuff ready? Yep. He walks over to a table and throws back a leather flap, revealing the crystal rods. One after another, no. after another, after another. We'll walk over and yeah. grab one. Take a look. He inspects it. Yeah, the glass good is enough. great. It's well made. They're the right shape, the right size, the right material. You pull out a little bit of um, fur that you have with you, and sure enough, it does like create the, the static charge that you're looking for. This will do. They'll do great. We good. We good, Nora. Yeah, Nora will start to like wrap him up and put him in his bag. You know, not caring about the guy at all. Like these are all right. Now. I walk towards him and hand him the bag of gold. Thank you. Now, if there's any other glasswork you need done, I hate to say come to me, especially after what happened a few nights ago, says through gritted teeth. But better to be friends with you than enemies, right? 
<laughs> you might you might want to count it before you make that promise. I say to him with a smile. I mean, if you're going to shortchange me, I'm not going to stop you in the moment, right? Yeah. I just you assume know. in your honest men. Of course, yeah. Um, no room waits for the captain. Um, I, well, I'm just going to yeah. wait for him to, like, break eye contact with me. He breaks eye contact with you by looking to Sail and looking to Archie and suddenly feeling very uncomfortable that the four no of you are sort say, of, like, um, surrounding him and looking at him. No, no it's we'll, not like that's not like that. No, no one will turn and no. say, uh, he'll pick up one of the glass rods. Oh, this one's a little chipped. And he'll, uh, get his attention. What nonsense! And he goes over to look at All it. All right, I slip the dagger off my sleeve and stab him in the kidneys. And I think that counts as a sneak attack. Oh, this counts as a sneak attack, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, nice. There's no way he's prepared or defended against this. Uh, go ahead and make me your attack roll at plus four. Okay. <laughs> this guy have a backstory too? Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> See? He's got it's not only me who kills NPCs. He's got Everyone's five got kids. Amazing. Can we kill them too? Oh, uh, yeah. 23. Yeah, you get it up right in there. And you are what level? Rogue? Fifth level rogue. Times three multiplier? Times two multiplier? Times three, I think. Well, he's got four hit points. Yeah. Takes six. He's very quickly dropped to the ground and dies. Nice to have business with you. Take your gold bag. I clean the dock area, pick up the gold. And all right. Find the lockbox. I start looking around. Like, he's got a desk or something. The ledger, where he was writing the ledger. Are we going to mm -hmm. check that desk? Uh, yes, the ledger is just, you know, weights of um, raw sand that has been brought in, weights of uh, coal that he's got left. You can see he's, like, weighing all of his tools and supplies on a large set of scales nearby. Um, is it raining? Or storming? It is. There's a gentle um, dripping of rain coming down from the outside. It's not like a heavy rain. It's a very light rain. This. What's autumn. the building made out of? The building has stone walls and a wooden roof with wooden shingles. Uh, glass windows all over the place. Like thick glass windows. Not like I'm going to punch through it, but like old church windows that are like, oh my God, I'm yeah. going to break my hand. Okay. All right. Captain, so, What do we want to do with the body? Just leave him here. Let They'll find him in the morning. They got stabbed. Could Why make not? It look like an accident. We haven't got much time. You can try, but we've got to he make our way to the salt flats as soon as. Okay. Fight, fight, like we need to find the lockbox. We need to find the tools. Let's get going. Yeah, we're gonna look for his lockbox. Um, if there's a back door, I'm gonna get the guy's keys, and I we're just gonna rummage the place. We mm -hmm. take about thirty minutes. Keys are easy to find. There's a, a ring of them right next to the door that you had came in through. So you can get those and open or close any um, obvious locks. Finding the lockbox is not as easy as it first appears. Um, it seems to be hidden somewhere. It's not in an obvious or overt place. If you had a whole night to search the place, you could probably we find don't. it. Um, but you don't. You only have a little while. And you're also looking for the right tools that you need. Yeah. So 
perception checks? Um, I would say half the party is gathering tools, half the party is searching for the lockbox. So two people, roll me perception checks and do very well. You're going to need much more than 21 to find this. I think no one would be searching for the tools. Yeah, me and Archie will look for the tools most. Well, and I think Sale and Nilrum should look for the lockbox. Okay. (laughs) Sale, Nilrum. Oh, fucking Nilrum. Nice. All right, Sale, Sale? don't even bother. (laughs) No, you're looking in the wrong spot, Sale. Nilrum. Nilrum knows what's up. He finds the spot behind the kiln uh, where there is what just appears to be like a little step, uh, but that step has like a lid that opens up and opening up the lid is a small crate which can be pulled out and can has a, has a lock on it. Um, notably, the lock on this lid does not match the keys from the key ring. There's probably another key somewhere, maybe in the house, maybe buried, who knows, um, but it doesn't matter. It's already in a portable box form. You already have knocked, though. You knocked the lock off. Yeah, the padlock just falls off right away. You can have one left. Yeah. What's in it? How much much Uh, are we looking at here? Lots of silver. Lots and lots and lots and lots of silver. Maybe a few speckling gold within it. Um, No no copper to speak of, but it weighs maybe 10 pounds. I hand it to Archie. All right. Let me carry the lockbox. Um, do you want to give us a number now, just so we don't have to keep track of it? It weighs the... 20 pounds. 15 pounds of it are silver. 15 times 50 is what? Uh, 750 silver. Okay. Adding that to the character, to the, uh, the sheet. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm kind of like probably overburdened with coins here because I don't always take all of our gold with us, but we've gathered a lot since we've yeah. been here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's grab what tools we can. We carry as much as we can. And so Do I feel like I could start the kiln? Pace. Do I feel like I would know how? Yeah, you just... It's like any other fire. It's just a slightly different structure to amplify the effects that you need. You could get the kiln going if you wanted. It'd probably take you People half an hour late. to get it nice and hot. The captain, can even. we just start this and throw him in it? Burn his body? Eh, why not? I don't know if it will, will it? I mean, you... All right, fine. Get it going now. But it, we yeah, not yeah. loads of time. Norm will get it going and chuck the body into the kiln. Chuck the body into the kiln and leave. Yeah, well, we gather the tools as well. Yeah, the, the tools for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, we carry what we can. If for anything that's like too heavy or too awkward to carry, we'll leave it and hopefully just buy it. But we carry what we can. Without getting into specifics, then you guys load up Archie with as much stuff as he can carry, yep. and then everyone else splits like carrying a, a box between them that's piled with coins and other stuff, and maybe someone's got a bag over their shoulder. And going at a slow pace, you will spend the whole night walking along the road out by Colrogia. All right, leading out. We need to be ready because he could be brought the guards here. We need to be ready to fight. If he has, I have lightning bolt. Yeah. Should we have the ship prepped and ready to go? Norm said it only takes five minutes. Let's just wait and deal with this. All right. You get out to that last little spot, way, way out there at the edge. The small little village. Dwarves hanging around, a couple of humans, a few halflings. You can see that this must be one of their days off because they're all just kicking back with their feet up, um, snacking on cheeses and breads and smoking pipes um they are maybe well you know 
half mile from the spot where you're you're meeting. They're in like the little bit more of a common area in between the two salt flats. They're within range um, of like vision, but not of hearing. And as the sun begins to rise, and you wait a little bit, you can see plumes of dust being kicked up from behind this like little party of gathered miniature folk and a few random humans. Um, it looks like the dust from many horse hooves. How many are we talking here? At least six, but you, you're seeing the dust, right? So somewhere between six and 15. And they're coming for us or going away? The dust is coming in your direction or like it's yeah. becoming more and more visible. Oh, Nilram is going to put his box down and yeah, have drop the all components in his hand to cast a lightning bolt. He's not starting it, but he has his components. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we were on a battle map, I'd be down, yeah. I wait, you know, chest thrust out <clears throat> just off the side of the road for these horses to come to a stop. Yeah. You can see that a team of horses is pulling a carriage. On the carriage, on like the, the boards of the side of the carriage, are two armored and armed fighters. They wear chainmail. Um, and they've got arming swords at their sides and war hammers at their sides. Captain, I'm just going to blast them when they get in range. The whole carriage. Behind the carriage are, are four more riders. Um, people on horseback carrying what appear to be spears, uh, which also double as lances on horseback. And the whole carriage, like comes to a stop near the group of dwarves and halflings. One of the men on the, the, the sideboards hops off, talks with them, and you can see them like then hop back on and the whole carriage and horse procession begins to move in your direction. Hey, as soon as they get in range, I'm literally casting lightning bolt. What um, is the max the, range of lightning bolt? It is going to be 40 yards plus 10 yards per level, so 90 yards right now. So you can cast it at 90 yards and then it's up to an 80 foot long bolt. So 90 yards is 270 feet plus 80 feet is 450 feet, uh, which is pretty good range. Yeah, I'm also trying to get coverage. So if I can hit the cart and like two riders like in the back, mm-hmm. that's perfect. If not, I'll just hit like the entire cart and just kill everybody in it. Well, you want to do the 10 foot wide version, right? Yeah, the 10 foot wide probably. As the wagon comes to the end of the available road, the horses aren't going to pull it like off the road and onto the the area where you are. So it comes to a stop. The people on the sideboard hop off, and now you can see hopping off from the other sideboard are another two soldiers. So a total of five armed guards, three of them on horseback. Um, They hold the door open and out steps who must be Seltzer's husband, Lady Seltzer's husband, Mr. Seltzer, perhaps. Right. I, I noticed it is him, right? Um, give me, they're at a good range right now. A pretty good range. So give me a charisma check to see if you can specify. Oh, it's definitely that same fucker. You'd recognize that bald spot anywhere. The comb over. Oh, yeah. It's obviously him. As he gets out of the carriage, I shout to him, You got the gold? If your voice reaches the man, he does not respond. Um, he's talking with his four footmen and three horsemen. And then in your direction, they come. They cast enlarge on Archie. I'd also like to cast Bless if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're about a, th- a thousand feet out from you right now as Archie gains 50% body size. The horsemen 
uh, don't come single file. They they spread with maybe ten feet between each of them, so that the the horsemen are you know, fairly far apart, and they've got lances. And the footmen walk behind the actually in front of the horsemen at first, and the nobleman walks between the footmen and the horsemen. Oh, does it look like they're charging? They're not charging yet. Okay. They don't need that much room to charge. They could walk until they're within like 200 feet and then break into a charge to surprise you if that's what they're doing. They're definitely in a position, like an offensive spread out with the horses and then the the soldiers are sort of like close together guarding the one dude, um, but not so close together that they like, this is a medieval time where there's magic. So they understand the value of like spreading out a little bit. So the guards are maybe five or eight feet apart. close enough that they can collapse if they need to protect their lord or spread out even further and then the horsemen are well spread with your lightning bolt you could hit one guard and one horseman that's about it at this point but I could hit what if I centered it on the his lordship the knight or yeah the lordship uh, you'd hit the lordship and and probably two of his bodyguards two of the footmen Oh, this is going to be tricky, tricky. So he gets, does he get enraged to talk as he comes, starts to walk forward? Yeah, I think we're going to have What do you define as talking range? Well, so I can shout him. You could shout maybe um, 50 yards without too much trouble, but by the time you're at like shouting range, you're also at charging range. They're very conveniently the same. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's fine. When he's in talking range, I shout to. Well, wait, to... Captain. Let's just go. To the coastline, where I look to sail, he can protect us. Let's get the boat out, and uh, let's have a conversation there. So, if they want to charge at us, they have to charge us on the coast, not in this open plain. Let's start shifting our way over. All right, yeah. So we start to walk to the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to the coast. Time to bring I, the ship out. I let out the ship. Uh, and tell us, how does the ship appear? Does it just... Nilrim will twirl the bottle in his hand, gingerly place it into the water, and um, kind of give it like a little, like, you know, push. Mm-hmm. And I'll push the, uh, the bottle into the water, and the ship, within 1d5 minutes, will make its way out and, like, fully get big. So mm-hmm. it takes about 1d5 minutes for it to enlarge would you want to roll me the d5 then yeah yeah so it takes a little while for the boat to sail out of the bottle and then grow and grow and grow um this stops the arriving party Uh, they stop at maybe 400 feet from you uh, startled by the growing ship one of the horsemen trots forward alone on the end of their lance has been affixed the dolphin that is apparently the sigil of this family's house. And they trot towards you with the, the flag up in the air. They close the distance to 20 yards, 60 feet, right. talking range. I set no more than two guards. What's this? Well, Lady Seltzer, show her to gold? me at once. Give me the gold, Cat, or you won't see her again. Pull out her necklace. We have her. Show me the woman. I only see the four of you. She's not here. 
I'll take you to her once we get the gold. And you couldn't trust the nobles like this, and you try and pull some shit. This is why she isn't here. The horseman looks flummoxed. This is not how exchanges are made. He turns his horse around oh, yeah. and trots back. Um, footmen get a little bit closer to hear what's being said. His lordship comes in close to hear what's being said. All right, so this is a good lightning bolt time, right? Or are they still too far out? 400 feet. Um, okay. I forgot what that we said lightning bolt range was in total. I have 90 yards right now. Yeah, so it's 270, far. yeah, okay. Um, his lordship looks out in your direction. It's just like... Uh, they know we're meeting business because we've just unleashed some crazy fucking magic. On them. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not trying to big Lebowski's, are they? With some fake ransom back. Doesn't matter. They're probably scared shitless. This is what you get when you fuck someone in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a great movie that is. Um, this is what happens when you fuck and strange then in the ass. The whole lot of them <laughs> retreat. They turn around, they head back the other way. Okay. And they keep going. Well, we, can't, we can't catch them, right? Yeah, we can't catch them. So. And they keep going. <laughs> if they're going to leave, then he just gave up his wife. Yep, they leave. All right. I don't think we should press the matter here. I think we should get in the boat and leave. Yeah, let's get in the boat and leave. All right, we gather our shit that we'd hidden nearby. Absolutely. You pile it on the boat, and you take off. You set sail. Yep. He's going to have to live with that. Yeah, he is. Now, ooh, we should send him tokens of just like a piece of jewelry every, you know, every now and again. Just a random finger. We just need, yeah, yeah. We could take someone's finger. This is like the big Lebowski, someone's toe. Yeah. We could take uh, Billy or what's the kid's name? Bobby's toe. Bobby's <laughs> toe. <laughs> nice. He's only got six strength. It might look like a nice dainty female toe. All right, we get on our boat and leave. We still make good. He made the right decision, but he doesn't know that, and he's going to live with that. It will haunt him for the rest of his yeah. life. His children will always ask, what happened to mom? Why didn't you check to make sure she was there? Yeah. 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 You guys are going upwind. Speed yeah, we're going back to the base. 15. So the horsemen will reach the town before the party does via boat um timing on this is gonna be real close because they're just a little bit faster than you they've already been marching all night for a long distance so the horses are a little bit tired they can't gallop back to town the horse is this fatigued so they have to walk them back to town they will get just before you and you will see as the town comes into view that one of the ships in the harbor raises a uh, a dolphin flag. Wow. Uh, I tell the captain to raise the flags to uh, meet us how we said. Uh, Wait, hang on. So what's happening? This ship's raising its flag to communicate or raising its flag so to... So a ship is like coming island. out of the, the, you know, leaving the area right around town. Yeah. 
and it's raising just a normal flag like this is who we are yeah, yeah. i just fly coming. my dolphin flag uh and then beside it comes a ship of the white prince yeah all right so we need to the get white going. prince flag yeah. comes up and I then another casting his, uh... smaller ship raises a, a dolphin flag that seems overly sized, like as if they had an extra dolphin flag and they've coerced another ship to joining with them. And three ships come out. I tell Sale as we're navigating away to start casting. Well, I'll ask him wait, if wait. he has his lightning bolt. What a... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I do not. I think we agreed with the party I'd bring hold poison just in case. It's fine as well, yeah. Um... Neil, what kind of ships are they sailing? Do I feel like their ships could go against against the tide? Um, the smaller ship is a long ship like your own, so it has roughly the same speed as you if it's fully manned and operated. Is that the White Prince's ship? No, that's that the... the one that has the oversized flag. Okay. Um, the one that has the dolphin flag is like a, a large cargo ship. And the White Prince's uh, boat is a, a small cargo ship, a NAR, if you would. Captain, right, well. as we're sailing away, you need to communicate. This is very important. You need to tell them to... You need to tell the White Prince's ship to divert. We will speak with one ship, or his wife will die. I think we should just make get out of here, Nilla. I, I, I think we do both. But I think the communication is key. They're out for blood. No, no they're, out for, they're out for the noble lady, but it's your call. Um, I think we go full speed uh, against the tide back to Flotsam Isle. Um, and I put the flag up saying, um, well, to go with the theme, I'd fuck around and find out. That's what I put on the flags. <laughs> We're going to need a, probably a seamanship check for this, yeah? Yeah, because the other ship is coming towards you. The other long ship is yeah, that, rowing that guy can come. after you. Um, you will be able to outrun the other ones without any real trouble because they don't go against the wind very well, if at all. Uh, they're a little bit in front of you, but you can just cut in towards the middle and then dip out to the sides, and you're fine. You, you're the long ship is not the White Prince one, yeah? No, it's not. That's just the, the random ship. Is. That's oh, okay, the, I would love the lightning bolt. Though. The employed ship that they have. Um, and it comes after you, but you'll okay. notice very quickly, it is not really gaining on you. It looks like it's holding. It looks like they're not chasing you. They're following you to see where you go. And they'll follow from a nice, long distance. You can okay. see pretty right. far on the open ocean, and they're going to follow you from a distance of about a mile. See okay. where you go. If we turn, we can catch them. You we turn, have they can turn. Who don't get tired? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Okay, yeah, I think we we row hard, like because we're going full speed, right? We go for like twelve hours full speed, hoping to tire their rowers out, and then we make a quick turn around and go with the tide towards them. Yeah, the tide twelve hours has passed. It's going to be night. You'll lose them in the dark. No, it's sunlight. It's sunrise. No, yeah, it was. We did this in the. Very yeah, but it's October. Twelve hours later is going to be okay. Sorry, so eight hours. Then. Eight hours. Okay. All right. So you're gonna you're gonna row just away from sun, them just before sunset. Yeah, we want to go full speed. I want their rowers to be tired. We want to tire them out. We might be able to just row their ship into the depths. 
Yeah, I'll do both. Enough. We can lightning bolt and then if you want to try that. You oh, can. we break the ship. They're all drowning in the water. And then yeah. a bunch of black tentacles come up and drag them under the sea. Hell yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, eight hours. Long ship takes 11 hours to get to the next city or the next island upwind. So we won't quite be at uh, Solstice Isle, but you can see, or Summerland, I mean, but you can see Mount Solstice in the distance pretty easily. Yeah. Um, hmm. How far are these people willing to follow? They are clearly hired help. They're gonna lose you when it comes to night. So they will follow you for about five hours until Mount Solstice is well within view. Um, and this will be somewhere in the... Because you already have to travel the length of the island, which is a little bit, so maybe it took you like two hours to go the length of the island or an hour to go the length of the island, and then they follow you for another five hours out about part way because this is not to scale uh, and then half a day away from Colrogia half the way back to Summerland they will give up the chase I followed you up. in this direction you're clearly not like doubling back to the island in any way shape or form you're not headed to the midlands you're definitely headed along the path you know from one island to the next and that yeah. seems to be as much information as they are looking to get uh, they made very tail. wise choices. Yeah. When we see them starting to turn off, I assume mm -hmm. someone's going to be looking at us with an eyeglass. I'm going to have, um, the, well, I'm going to ask the captain to make the call. Let's start heading inland, like we're going to the inner rings, and we're going to keep going that way for a while, and I will be able to navigate us back to Port Ferris. Okay, mm. if you can do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we uh, we make a like I make a call to go starboard or whatever, and we we turn towards the inner ring. Right. Um, this is a great opportunity to talk about the weather patterns. As we've mentioned before, there's always a clockwise wind and clockwise waves, but this is the, the average. Um, really, if you're at a point like Colrogia, the wind comes from any number of angles, but it averages this way. Same with the waves. So doing a, a hard turn and heading straight in is a oh, recipe to be broadsided. Our, our ship, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we the, oh, yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna do it to break our ship. Right, right. Not a hard turn, but like okay, we will yeah. slowly turn. Ten, ten, de right. ten degrees stop. So yeah. instead yeah. of doing yeah. like a straight line like this, if you are headed in, you would do something yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. So we do oh, that. Cool. Yeah, we'll do that then. Cool. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page. You can turn, um, decoy your angle. They will head in. Give me that per that um, navigation check to make sure you can get to the right spot. Okay. We're good. Nice rolls today, man. Yeah, today's been good. And you will escape. You will I'll leave make the ships the behind. Base. You'll make it back to your base in one, two, three, like four Sweet. days later. Yeah. All right, cool. You know, we offload all the gear, give it to Wiley, um, and get some XP. I dump all the gold we've gained into our... I assume I've got some sort of locked place that i keep all of our gold and yeah solar. we had talked about you guys providing like getting basic furnishings for your base yep. um, and yeah. that will include some sort of lock box which has a lock and a key and i'm assuming you leave the key in the base so it doesn't get lost somewhere um we're making a lot of very broad assumptions about we're how gonna wizard no. lock. We'll, we'll wizard lock the, the no, lock no, no, no 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 we no we won't because i need to be able to open it if you had a spell that could let me open it but i i, I will i keep the key on me Really? You? I mean, what if you get 
stolen? What if you get robbed? What if something happens and the key's well, gone? We can open it then. Okay, I have not. Get, yeah. If we get robbed, then we get robbed. If I get killed, then, you know, I'm dead, so what do I care? Okay. So you keep the key on you. Cool. You can unload yeah. your gear into the big box. Um, take a bit of a rest. Is anyone close to leveling? Does anyone need enough time to rest to to get XP to level? Or is this just unload the stuff and then head over to the Goblin Isle? No, I, I need... This... Oh, uh, no, I need 6k on both classes, mm. more or less. Are you doing sale? We unload and go to Goblin Isle. Uh, just double checking. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, no, I'm like 7k XP away. Yeah, Archie, you're also pretty far, I remember. You're That's muted. muted, but I think that was an affirmative. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. All right. Off yeah, yeah. to the Goblin Isle we go. Cool. Um, it is a we're gonna we're gonna get there today, guys. We're gonna do it. Wait, it's gonna happen. We stop before. Um, we have to get more gold. The gold thread. Are we able to do that in a day? Oh, the copper. Yeah, the copper. Oh, wire. yeah. Copper you can make wire. a quick detour to full float. Yeah, yeah. No problem. There we go. Um, and then we go okay. one. Okay, you're gonna go all the way. Whoosh, over here you were we're gonna skipping... take the quick method too oh you're gonna go in line yeah i think so. fastest right? method yeah, yeah yeah so that would be going it's a longer distance but you have much much more speed when you come around like this um oh wait is that the fastest method the fast oh well th that is the absolute fastest method is okay. to go with the currents all the way that direction because your speed with the currents is i lied actually no maybe not speed with the current is 21 speed against the current is 15 so they're pretty close i mean if we, i think we should go against the tide so we don't have to go past yeah, okay can we do something like i mean we can't like just do that yeah because no, of... no 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 okay. that's fine we just we go around we go yeah around. we go around like that the scale but we don't have so inaccurate yeah. mm -hmm. cool um, so that'll be one, two. Three. We're not going too much lights, are we now? No, no, no. Okay. So it seems like. It'll take you about 10 days to get round there. And give me a good navigation check, Mr. Mooton. All right. 10 days Still later. Fun. Three, five, six. Excellent. Ten days later, on the 7th of November, 1513, our party refines themselves at Crab Isle. Nice. The ship comes up, comes round the island, and then takes its time going through that strait to see... What is exactly the situation here? What's going on? Uh, well, as you... oh, sorry. No, no. Wait, please. did no, no. we go through the strait? I, I thought you, you were asking to... me what, what we were trying to do. I was about to you ask you what you were trying to do. Yeah, but I expected you guys were going to like go through the strait to see what was happening with the two towns. Yeah, Maybe. do that. And we might not even stop. There's other islands near here we haven't checked out. So mm -hmm. I think we just want to check in on the goblins. If it looks like they're still there, we might maybe go and talk to them, but... Yeah. Well, as you first enter the strait right here, you can use your spyglass and see that on the southern island, there are bodies 
rotting bodies picked apart by birds, held up by spikes, left through the town and along the coastline, deteriorating, being eaten by animals. Human bodies? Human bodies. Base. In the village, you can see goblins going about daily life. Many husks of buildings remain, burned out by mistake or by intent. The village is not much left anymore, just a few remaining structures. On the far side, in Crobtown, you can see that there are guards, lookouts, scattered all up and down the coastline, people just watching. Little campfires built up into proper tents, small little lookouts. There are watchtowers now being erected at the far tip of Crob Island. And the first watchtower that you walk, that you begin, as you begin to sail past it, someone on the watchtower like flags you back and forth with uh, flags that say, make for port. Clearly, they're trying to direct you to the Crobtown side, main side yeah. of the North Isle. Wait, the watchtower is out here, right? Yeah, there's a watchtower out here now. Captain, you get close to that, I can lightning bolt it. No need. We'll just bring them all down on us. Let's just sail through. I want to see the lightning bolt. I kind of want to see it too, but so. There'll be time. Don't do anything stupid. They're ready for battle here. I'm ready for battle, Captain. Yeah, and there's four of us in the whole town of them. Where are you going? Those odds went pretty good last time. I want to just pass through the straight now. Just in and out the other side? Yeah, honestly, looking at it now, I'm disgusted with what we've done. I just sail through it. What about the other party members here? What do you have to say? No, I'm excited. The first allies they've actually had have kept up their side of the bargain. They gave them more money than they asked for. Um, They acted completely rational. And you know what? It seems to Nilrim that monsters are more rational than humans. You know, humans scheme, humans lie, but monsters are pretty straightforward in what they want. They want money, they're honest with you, and Nilrim likes that. No, they're not always honest, but neither are humans, so... How do you feel about this sale? Um... Sale feels, uh... He's, like, slightly conflicted about it. He's like, eh, maybe I didn't have to kill that many people, but also... Everyone who lives here is kind of an asshole. And, like, nobody wants to be my friend. Nobody wants to, like, let me just walk around town and be a normal person. Gotta, like, land on the island away from the port. He's like, you know what? The people who live in this land, they deserve this. And I'm glad it was me that did it. Oh, nice. Okay. What about you, Archie? How do you feel about it? Archie's muted. Still got some human down there somewhere, haven't you? Yeah, I I think he's a little uh, thrown off by it, but his trust in the captain and the crew yeah. and his decisions is enough to, for him to be like, it's it's probably fine. It's probably no point fine. crying over spilt milk. I like. I think I put an arm around your shoulder as I sort of see you looking at it with the same look. That's what I'm feeling, and I say, uh, well, nothing we can do about it now. I'd like to high five Nilrum and say monsters rule. Yeah, Nilrum will give you a high five, and Nilrum will rejoice and be like, "Look, Captain, look what we did! Isn't yeah. it wonderful?" Oh, we did something. I don't know if it's wonderful or not, but at least we got paid for it. We brought the goblins out of their chains. They're now free to do what they want. Yeah, you identify with them. I identify what? with any man being forced by their captors or goblin. As you sail through the strait, 
you can see flags being waved in Crobtown itself. Flags saying, dock now with haste. I hope the goblins don't attack our ship. Um, I don't, I'm obviously, obviously not docking, so we keep going. Like, absolutely, obviously not docking. Yeah. It's like the worst thing we could do, so. In one side, out the other, you leave Crob Town and the Crob Strait alone. You leave the Goblin King where he is, ruling the Southern Isle. They seem to be prosperous now, the goblins who run As we're getting near the end of the strait, I'll say, what do we want to do? Do we want to loop around the back of the goblin side and go and speak to him? Or should we just keep going to the next island? I don't think we have anything for him, really. And I don't think he has anything for us. Might just leave him off. Yeah, yeah, let's leave him weapons. It's too hot right now. Let's leave it. Yeah. Okay, Um, so we just go to the next island, Neil. So we came in on one side, we sailed through, and I'm just going to the next island. Which are you going go to go to the archipelago known as Moncher? Or do you want well, to go to the big jungle island with the massive lake in the middle called Swamplandia? Well, which side? We came from the left, so I think we're going to the archipelago. Right? Because we... Did we not come I think we way? would... No one would rather go to the this place. Yeah. It doesn't to seem Monchere. like much on Swamplandia. So I, don't, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to turn around, so. Yeah, no. Swamplandia, it's a fucking swamp town. Who the fuck wants to go there? Monchere. Okay, I, I just deleted the boat nail. I didn't realize I had control over it. You guys Wait. sink. The campaign is over. Everyone I is dead. <laughs> I'll fix it later. Um, yeah, yeah, Monchere okay. comes into view. It is a collection of small islands, like really small islands, all fairly close together with narrow waterways between them. Some, uh, the closest approach between some of these waterways is going to be a matter of hundreds of feet. The largest, maybe a few thousand. There are many mountain ranges and tall uh, peaks scattered about. The first island that you will spot, well, not the first island, one of the very first islands you will spot, though, is this little one right in here, if you can see that. We can zoom in enough on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is a barren wasteland. The mountains are dead. No trees left on them. It's just sort of like a dirty Martian landscape. Everywhere else is crisp and green and lush and filled with life. But this one is very dead. Um, How strange. mm Mm-hmm. There are two tall peaks, one right here, probably Moncher itself, and this one over here that, like, stand out above everything else. In addition, there is this one very long mountain range. Sure, there are other mountains, but these are the important features that might draw you to any place. Um, We're going to find out what happens in Moncher when we come back next week with more Tides of Death. Awesome. We have a few questions from the Patreon. Uh, make sure you check it out. Patreon.com slash Tides of Death. Question one. Do you think helping your newfound allies is paramount? Bringing them back from the Stone Age seems cool. Um, the ones on Sulphur Island? Yeah, I think we're interested. In, at least I'm interested in helping them out. Um, they seem to be our only useful allies besides the goblins and the other lady. I'm down to do a little empire building, you know? Yeah. Think helping them out is a great idea. They share our goal. They're the only people we'd know that, like, is fervently hold the goal to top all the white princes us, so they make natural allies for us. Yeah, at the, at, the, at the very least, there might be a way to, like, corrupt their religion or give them some sort of mm. technology, like, give them back forges and stuff. Mm. 
For next question, for Koibu, what does little Bobby think of the current arrangement? Does he like his current life better than before? Does he like being able to boss the other people around? Oh man. When you go out on an adventure of any kind, it's going to be a mixed package, right? You, if you travel the world for a few months, if you live in a foreign country for a year or something, you're going to go through a period of like, this is great. And you're going to go through periods of I'm super deeply homesick. Little Bobby is still going through these phases. He's still going through like, I miss my friends and family and I miss not being beaten up. Also, he's going through... I'm with pirates. There's money involved here. Things are happening. There's weird magic going on. I've never felt so alive, right? It's like being in the middle of a, you know, a a global pandemic or a global crisis. It's a fascinating, interesting, exciting time. And part of that is really good and enjoyable. And you kind of love it. But also, you kind of just wish things were a little bit more chill and not so exciting. So, little Bobby, he can come out on either side. You know, maybe this is, maybe at the end of the day, he loves it all. Maybe at the end of the day, it's just, it breaks his back or breaks his spirit. Um, but he has not reached the tipping point where he is committed to one outcome or the other. It all hinges on, on what happens to him. Uh, for Koibu, what is your favorite campaign you run? And for all, what are some older campaigns you'd recommend for those that are caught up on this one? I love all of my children equally. I can't go to a parent and ask, which is your favorite child? It's a ridiculous question. Uh, I recommend probably this one in Tombs of Scoria and then uh, Desperate Measures. Um, it wasn't super long, but that was a really good campaign. I really liked, it was my introduction to d and I really liked Gnomes, Tomes, and Catacombs. Mm, that was good. Um, I have a, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. If you like this kind of freeform campaign where it's kind of open world and what happens is kind of just like up to the role play and what's going on in the story at that moment, then Hardcore Heroes, which is on Neil's YouTube. If you like more of a sort of contained, long form story with a great narrative, a great beginning, middle, and end, then Frozen Frontier, also on Neil's YouTube. Um, I actually haven't watched. Uh, a whole lot of D and D. I think the only real D and D I watched was a, oh god, what were they called? Uh, and the, critical the, role. I think it was like Dimension Twenty. They like did oh, like yeah. a fantasy high thing. That was kind of cool. I really like that. Was kind of like, I watched that, and then like a couple weeks later, Mooton was like, "Hey, do you want to play D and D?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Based. All right, oh, also, the, oh yeah. If you if you like kind of D and D, I really like the podcast, the film reroll where they have a bunch of like improv actors and they the the premise is they play through a movie as the characters of the movie um but it's like it's like tabletop role based so that you have like roles and the improv people take it into like wacky directions it's really fun sounds cool um little story about dimension 20 i was on like a family holiday the other day and uh one of fran's like cousins who's like 21 or something I overheard her talking about how much she was like into D and D. I was like, "Oh shit!" And uh, it turns out she's a massive fan of Dimension Twenty. Would you believe? Never even heard of it. And I was like, "Oh, I do D and D online." She's like, "Oh, cool." That's it, really. Just sad. You're Don't a nine actually... nine fucking yeah, I know. fighter. Oh, that's such a good <laughs> she doesn't know. That's such a good move. She doesn't know. Solid. All right, there were no more uh, questions for the Patreon, so make sure you join that if you like the campaign and can. Um, yeah. 
we'll be back next week i think an hour or uh, i don't know normal time an hour Give earlier some... if you're in america when do your clocks go forward sunday Fuck yeah so it should be back to normal time next week mm-hmm. if you're an american mm-hmm. or if you're in north america right out. Well, okay. see you guys later bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye. 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 bye-bye.